Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Y'all a brew heads? Yeah, we brew heads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. Yeah. What's good, y'all? This is C Certified Brewhead. And I am Scott Beer, Cole Beer Enthusiast. And welcome to episode 50 of Beer and Other Shit, the podcast. And today, uh, we are like kids in a brewery, I guess. <laughs> kids we are in here. a brewery. Is it brewery? No? I love kids in a brewery. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I absolutely do. I don't ever leave home without it. Our beards it. are our ID. <laughs> I got the great, bro. Um, so here with uh, Luke Pressel, which is the co-founder, not the founder, co-founder and uh, brewer of Bellwoods in Toronto, so if you have paid any attention to us at all, you have absolutely heard us rambling on about these guys. Mate, thank you for uh, for being with us today. Thanks for having us, man. Thanks for having yeah. me. <laughs> well, well, the pleasure is ours. So we're here at the, uh, how do you say it? Hafis Road. Hafis. Hafis. I don't know why I found that right. Yeah. I'm getting it's pretty easy. Uh, There's like <laughs> five letters in it. It's <laughs> but it's like Hafis. 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 That's what I called it. And then I was corrected. Hafis. It is. It's like 50-50. Sure. I think I stumbled over for a year. But you got there eventually. So this is the new production brewery. Yes. Well, we're in the warehouse behind the production brewery, I guess. Right. It's a little quieter out here. So we still got some barrels there. Um, Barrels, beer, everything. So I think first and foremost, we want to, we'll get started, we'll crack a beer, and then I want to go into your uh, your deal. So which one Sounds do we want good. to go first? So Yeah, let's do Jutsu, sure. Yep. Jutsu? Uh, yeah. I agree. Go? May you do the honors, sir. Sure. Okay. So, the, uh, you know, I'm not going to talk about the other beer yet. Yeah, yeah, we're not going <laughs> to. So while you're pouring, Luke, um, people will see that this is a super hazy beer, and this is probably one of the reasons that uh, Scott and I... Mm-hmm. You get Tiff? Young Tiffany? Look at that. Taken uh, care of. Um, the haziness of, of this particular beer. Mm-hmm. It wasn't always this way, was it? Uh, Jetsu, well, we, when we started brewing it, we, we always used the same yeast, actually. Okay. Um, like a Vermont ale yeast. And uh, it wasn't initially hazy, and we some batches were, some batches weren't. We were just sort of deciding how to... How, what we wanted it to become, and everybody complained. Well, not everybody. Some people still complain that it's hazy, but most people complain? wanted to, complain. Yeah, most people want it to be a, a <laughs> hazy juice bomb like the New England Pale Ales. So right. it uh, it became that. And, and you delivered we're because quite that's happy with it, so. uh, exactly. But it, but like you said, it, was it a clear? A good, was it clear? Uh, at one point, it was briefly. Um, yeah. And we quickly abandoned that. Yeah. And but um, people complain then, or they complain when it. Well, we get both this. sides. So we we did it. We had a really hazy batch, and then we had a clearer batch. And a guy complained that he had to drive all the way here, and and he complained that he had to drive and get this garbage, and it was like a clear beer. And he's like, "Wow, I wanted a ha- juicy haze." Right, bomb. I drove all this right. way for I'm, a haze I'm wasting bomb, my time yeah. and my money. You guys are brutal. Uh, <laughs> he so, knows what's up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I mean, you know, and it was largely what we were feeling too. It's and you know, I do feel like it's like a, it gets. Juicier, it feels juicier. The, like the aroma is wicked. Yes. The haze just sort of adds to that like texture. And now this isn't going to be released till June, July. But um, recently you released uh, Double Jutsu, correct? Yeah. Uh, did you do anything special to that beer? Um, to uh, make it it's pretty much the be- uh, just scaled rip, up. Ramp up the same. ABV. We kept the hops the same, and um, we we up the dry hop a little bit. And uh, the, the dry hop on Jutsu already is huge. So yeah. It's, it's, um, is it like a higher ABV then? By uh, double just yes, yeah. yeah. Yep. So we, we just increased the malt right. overall, right. And, yeah, bumped cool. it up. So, so it's, this is a pale. And Still tried to keep the IBUs low and, right. and the juice character up, which is amazing. Yeah. Well, cheers. It looks lovely. Cheers. 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 Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, cheers babe. It's disgusting. It's That's so good. I love this so much, dude. Is there lupulin powder in this? No, not in this. Why does it taste chalky? Uh, or am I well, crazy? 
I think the haze, like you, you yeah. the, you yeah. get the texture off the, the proteins and the yeast. And, okay. And that's what makes the haze. In I think it's a combination. Thing. It's not all yeast, definitely not. Okay. Um, I would say most of it, I'm, I'm not actually positive, but I, in, I would think most of it's proteins. Okay. Um, when we up our uh, Irish moss additions in the kettle, the haze falls out and uh, very quickly. So I think it's um, the hop oils contribute, the, hop right. the hops contribute, the yeast That's contributes, fantastic. the proteins contribute. Yep. Would, would you yeah. say haze is just an aesthetic thing or does it really add to the flavor and mouthfeel and texture I, I think well? it totally changes the flavor, yeah. I agree. And it does. For the better? It depends what you're looking for. Preference, yeah. Subjective. That's true. Uh, um, you mentioned something to me recently about, you heard that um, some breweries add flour to yep. admittedly the openly yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. and we, we had a flower to the milkshake okay, cool. as well um, so it's not a bad thing then no I, I don't think so it's just I mean, a, it's like a, it's my, we, we don't add flour to jutsu and to most of our hazy beers okay. like, the, like runes uh, really hazy as well and we don't add flour um, we did add it to milk shark and that gets to a whole other um, story and it was really largely inspired by Omnipolo and Tired Hands and the beers. It was uh, Omnipolo right. who was saying that they added. Uh, the, was the, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And that's sort of okay. uh, that's sort of like I, I think their intention was to sort of, you know, they were getting criticized for having hazy beers and right. you know making fun. It's like to right. poke the bear sort of like, They're like hey, let's, let's make it really hazy. Yeah, <laughs> just to in right your face, just to yeah. People. But in the uh, but apparently uh, one of our brewers just pointed out to me that in like an old history history brewing book, um, it's uh, I believe in British mm -hmm. brewing they would historically ages ago would add flour to like give beer it's like bright character like it's bright white character so they're, they're oh. looking for specifically flour in the boil um to, and hmm. which would give it like a haze and, right like so it's nothing new really and, right you know that it, it's just a trend. it does look cool right so looks amazing. historically yeah, somebody would come out with beer like that and be like yeah i think that looks cool and you know the, tr the trend changes and then england's in interested in clear beer bright, so crystal clear yeah, yeah you exactly know, it's just, it's just Trends change, right? right? Are you always adding it in the boil, or is it uh... Uh, flour? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can add flour in your mash as well. Okay. Um, I don't think that would contribute to haze at all, but right. it would contribute to head retention. Right. Um, there is a lot of. Uh, I, I read a study that if you add like five percent wheat flour to your raw wheat flour to right. your mash, it'll up your significantly up your head retention. It'd be similar like, to adding uh, just flaked uh, wheat to it, or uh, but even better. But even fla better. Flaked wheat is uh, it's steamed. So, uh, um, takes away from some of the, I guess, starches or I'm not, not to get too technical yeah. and science. Hey, no, yeah, well, no, I'm just, it, I'm it, interested. It, it intrigues yeah. me. Please. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I'm not, I, I'm not one to talk on the sure. difference, like the, the structural difference when you steam it, but right. it is, it is processed a little bit. Right. right um, right. and specifically they were talking about raw wheat, like unprocessed raw wheat that okay. has to help like, head retention. You're right, flaked wheat does help her to head retention and yeah, yeah, yeah. as well, and it's the same proteins that are doing that, but um, what I was reading was that it, like, raw wheat could even be better, but that's all hearsay for right now. Interesting, interesting. Okay, I do want to go heavy into this, but I feel like we should get the history first. Okay. So, can you give us a breakdown on your beer history, maybe you know, when you got into beer, how you got into brewing, and then, of course, how this incredible place started? Uh, so I didn't. I was. I enjoyed craft beer. I started as a beer fan. Yeah, I guess like um, most people. Like most yep. people, yeah. And uh, I mean, I was beer always sort of interested me. I'd, even like as a kid, my, I would collect bottle caps, and like my dad was. Would, he buy. I remember going to the store, and he would let me pick what he was going to drink. Nice. So he'd go to, he'd go to the <laughs> beer cool. store. That's store. really cool. And I'd, I would then... just pick the ones with the cool bottle caps. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, but it, like they used to be able to like, grab and pick like bottles from at the beer store and. He'd let me do that, so like I, from then I always remember like 
um, enjoying the culture of it and like it just seemed cool to me and you know I started trying beers as uh, you get older and started sneaking beers and whatever and uh, in university I went to biochemical engineering and it was always in the back of my head that that might be a good way to like use that degree and I, to be honest I never really wanted to be an engineer but uh, I needed to go to school and do something so I did that a lot of people do uh, as, started, as many people drinking, do like, Unibrew exactly. and university and like, yes. I remember having Unibrew for the first time I was like yeah this is great. crazy, this is crazy yeah. great stuff and then uh, so left there couldn't get a job tried to get a job in Amsterdam tried to get a job at uh, Steam Whistle tried to get a job at Mill Street and nobody would phone me back and wow so I started went to grad school and messed up bro yeah you done messed and, up <laughs> And then I got a job at Amsterdam eventually. I just, they posted for an assistant brewer position. I mm -hmm. applied there. When was this? At Amsterdam Brewing Company. I'm sorry, when? Yeah. Oh, when was this? Uh, 2000 and, oh God, seven, I think. Okay. So you've been doing a while, okay. Um, and 2006, 2007, something like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, So assistant brewer, sorry, I cut you off. Was yeah, I, mean, I, I quickly trained up and became a brewer there. Yep. Dropped out of grad school because I didn't want to be an engineer. <laughs> <laughs> and, when you got this, why not, right? And uh, started brewing there full time. So I brewed there for about uh, four years. Met my business partner. Um, started home brewing around then as well, mm -hmm. just to play around with stuff that I was interested so in. So you didn't have any formal training before that? You were just uh, I learned, interested um, in home brewing? You learned there? At yeah, Amsterdam. I mean, really, I think I got the job at Amsterdam because I had a, a scientific background and could understand it quickly. And yeah. they were looking for it to fill sort of that, that mm -hmm. niche. Um, and I was quite mechanically, I'm quite mad at mechanically inclined, so mm -hmm. I, I quickly started you know, involving myself in repairing stuff and installing equipment and stuff like that. So. Largely because I just, you know, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to open my own brewery, and so yeah. you know, the more I could get my hands dirty, the better. Absolutely. Uh, sp spent, uh, stayed there, and then decided to leave and start uh, a, a brew pub with another brewer um, who was who left there to start a brew pub. Uh, Mike, my business partner. Okay, cool. Um, so, so 2012 when Ozington started, you mean? Uh, 2012, yeah. So yeah. yeah, so I left in 2011 and committed myself full time to the Ballads project. And Amazing. Um, we opened up in 2012. And That's then, crazy. Yeah, so we were operated there. We just, were still operating there, of course. Um, we operated there just as a brew pub, just in the ones. I don't know if you know how, how it's laid out behind yeah. there, but uh, there's like the brew pub and then mm -hmm. the bottle shop, and they're actually two separate buildings, yes, two separate yes. leases. So yep. yeah. the, uh, we started on just that brew pub side, operated like that for like six, seven months until we could get um, equipment into the other side, and then we moved, eventually moved our kitchen over, but immediately put tanks over there and opened a bottle, and that fed the bottle shop. So right. we, we had enough capacity to do that, and it's pretty much been like that since 2013. Um, only got easier this year because we can finally brew and we can transfer some product between locations, so mm -hmm. it makes the demand on Ossington a lot less, and we can focus on doing really interesting stuff out of Ossington. So all the crazy stuff you've seen coming out is all almost all from Ossington. Okay. All oh, right. Um, we do the we and then we we can fill the gaps with the big with the jutsu we do up here and mm -hmm. we can make it very consistent. It's a larger, uh, well, like it's a higher cell, it's yeah, consistent, yeah. staple. What are they called? Um, like a like what, a the core brand, core, I guess. I guess core yeah. beers. That's the mm. Yeah, I mean we don't we do run out of it and stuff, and we have like Wizard Walls and like, you know Another one. a counterpart, right? Whether you like it or not. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Off camera, we're talking. About it. I was just hating because Wizard Wolf is. Uh, Clear. Unhazy. <laughs> so a I'm little saying, bit hazy. It's, a little. It's, it's like, you know. Not hazy enough. C and I have been fans from day one, actually. We <laughs> yes. were at your soft open the first week you guys opened because oh, we used yeah. to live up on Ozzy. Okay, yeah. So, so, blow. Did you just, come to the tasting, that first tasting? I don't think we were at a tasting. We okay. just showed up. It was the first week. You guys hadn't advertised yet. Okay. Yeah. We lived just up at Ossington and Bloor back in the day, okay. so we made our way. That's where I lived, yeah. 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 So we yeah. lived on Northumberland Street. That's where I lived at the time. No. Yeah. 
You live down the same street as us? Number yeah. two. What? We're number, number two on the corner. Uh, so right at Ossington. Literally yeah. well, we're um, right a stone's throw from the station. Yeah, yeah so we were, the, um, I, we were the north side. I forgot, honestly. We're, I, north I, side. we're on the north side as well. Yeah, but I was the next block over. So it was uh, the last, last house on the north side, right before Conquer. Delaware. Between Concord oh. and Delaware. Dude. Oh, right there. Yeah, so like, you would have been able to see your house. Yo, first. that's crazy. That's probably one of the same laundromat. That's where I was homebrewing. Like, we were doing, like, developing And we were homebrewing in my basement right there. Yeah. You were doing it better than us. And look look where you are and look where we are. We're talking about it. You're making your it. beer is way better than what we could ever. <laughs> the make. Northumberland, there's something in there. Some, in that water, yeah. Guys. yeah. Something Actually, there in the water. Actually, there are a bunch of homebrewers around there. I a bunch of other guys up on Delaware. There's like a group of four people that I've, um, one of them ended up uh, working with us. But uh, wow. as a, as a, that's, crazy, that's really dude. cool. That's yeah, crazy. honestly crazy. I love that area. But yeah, that was yeah, uh, fantastic. Great, yeah. So yeah. we were just stoked because we started this in 2011. The not the podcast side, but I had, we had a little uh, blog. We'd you know, take the pictures and review and stuff. Like we were super casual. So like, oh shit, there's one in the in the hood. And we went down and. We were like, this is great. I remember just having, you guys had weird food. Like yeah. jelly yeah. duck. And, yeah. and we had <laughs> bone marrow. Duck, yeah. duck, duck hearts. hearts, that was yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, duck tongue, we did have duck tongue yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, um, that's great. Why? why? Uh, yeah. so, uh, <laughs> yeah, mind. One of my best friends through the, my through my whole life um, is Guy Rawlings, who's a chef um, at Montgomery's right now, at Queen and Ossington. Okay. Um, but he's a quirky chef. Um, and he sort of consulted with us on a temporary basis to open the kitchen, and so he was the chef, and he does he, he's into weird stuff. He just like likes experimenting. I think we opted for the fries that right. day, but yeah. I think just because we <laughs> weren't feeling adventurous. It. Yeah, we weren't going that. I tend to yeah. be a little adventurous, but he, I think he can, be, he can yeah. be intense. His yeah. restaurant is excellent, um, and some of the stuff like looks weird on like uh, his like a. A braised, ca- uh, braised lettuce or something like that, but it's like, okay. it's actually it's, wicked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> braised lettuce. Uh, it's something like that. Yeah, something. Um, anyway, it, like he's he's always experimenting, and the way that we approach beer, he's sort of similarly right. approaches food. Right. He's, he's really um, really great chef. That's um, awesome. He was nice enough to stay with us for six months and consult, and so that that menu sort of. Uh, Left, stayed with us as well for a while, you know, as, as the new chefs took over nice. and uh, adapted it to their own way. And then we've, we have a chef, Jay Brown, there now, who's been there for, I think, three years now. He's been okay. there for a while, uh, over two years. Um, and he's amazing. Everything he puts out is um, like super, super great. I feel like he's one of the most underrated chefs because people go to Bellwoods for the beer and food's an afterthought. No right. one goes, you know, you're going to go out for dinner. Um, you know, you know, you're thinking about restaurants, right? Yeah. He's he's got. He used to be the chef at Brockton General. Okay. So did Guy actually uh, prior to that, um, and sous chef at uh, Electric Mud for a while. And, like, oh, he knows, nice. He knows his way around the kitchen and like, comes out with wicked stuff all the time. Never done. That's amazing. Yeah. I feel like people do associate food pretty heavily with brew pubs. Like they do, yeah. You know what I mean, that's a lot of high-end yeah. food, right? Like this, like he, like the, he makes a, yeah. like a house-made squid and cavatelli with like a house fish stock and like okay, a so fresh that's, seafood. Yeah. It's like it's all super high-end ingredients. <laughs> yeah, that's and it's true. Like, I think it depends. But you, you, you don't think you're gonna get that at a brew pub. I mean, you might no. get it, but it's like it you're, not, you're not thinking about where we're even getting all this stuff. And it's I don't know. I just feel like he's I think it depends on your brand. You guys are doing cutting edge, crazy, funky, weird beers, you expect the food to complement that, right? Yeah. Where if you're just true. having a, your run-of-the-mill pale ale and, and lager, you want more pub food, yeah. right? But yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. It's I mean, just we have fries, not, yeah. too. I mean, right, he, sure. The fries he, are still lit. He pulled the, ch- the fried chicken to many people's... Uh, he pulled it off the menu? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. um, now you mentioned cutting edge. I'm glad you mentioned yeah. that. So, like I said, we were aware of you guys back in the day. I, I you know, every time I came here, I, you know, I'd been to Bellwoods a handful of times, maybe. And then... I interviewed for the podcast, unfortunately Scott wasn't there, these blokes in uh, Montreal, the Wild Shack, who are like some like 
kind of like professional home brewers in a sense. They do a lot of collaborations with like Sutton and Dunham and um, okay. Public and stuff. And we did a little episode of this thing we have called What's in My Cellar. And I was looking in their cellar. The dude on the podcast wore, was wearing a Bellwood hoodie. Yeah. Bellwood hoodie. And I was like, okay. And he, in his cellar, he had the bar now and like all this stuff, like a full That's shelf just of Bellwood. And I was like, yeah. okay. And they were creaming over it. And they were the ones to be, oh, we were talking about hazy beers because no. we're obsessed. And they were telling me about like, oh, Jutsu was like the haziest thing you can get. I was like, okay. Yeah. So I came back, we come back every month. Yeah. And last month, what is it now? It's April, so it was the end of March. We went to a show and we went, we're around the corner. We're like, oh, let's go to Bellwoods. It was like, it was like a Sunday night. Like, cool. So we went and I had this, I had Seastar, Monogamy with the Idaho 7 mm, yeah, stuff. Yeah. And I lost my fucking mind. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, this is not what not Bellwoods what he, was. Was, no. exactly. And like we were saying to you earlier before off camera that we just come back from Vermont and we're very much obsessed with and into the hazy beers right now and I was like this is not like what it used to be so we've noticed and you could probably speak as what I want you to speak to is that in Canada I don't feel like it's I don't know if it's a fault of the breweries or the uh, the people but I don't feel like people's palates have progressed to the level that they have in the states like you know states are generally ahead of us and even I'm from Australia so even back there everything people are just catching up, right? Yeah. So I don't know if you can speak to that. Like, why are you guys taking the risk and making these type of beers? And I mean, I think it, it's, it's it's a classic like American Canadian relationship too. Like, yeah. you know, we, like little brother, big brother type of thing. Well, Ish. yeah, and like you know, Americans like the you know we were saying that recently. Like the, the, their biggest exports are culture. Like that's the yeah, the, yeah, it's <laughs> true. And uh, that, just, that goes in beer as well, like the you know the trend. And there's so many breweries. There's so many great breweries. There's yes. great breweries in Canada as well, but proportionately there there aren't. There's like right? 640 here I mean, and like 5,000 there. Yeah, yeah, I mean just by numbers, you've got all and you know the, a lot of the craft beer culture started in the states, and yes. then you know it can it can evolve so quickly because you got just numbers, right? You got yeah. so many breweries. You got so many great breweries. There's all the minds on it, and you know it, it, it flows faster within the country, right? Right. And, that culture, I feel like it eventually crosses the border. I mean, when we opened, like, I read an article about us recently and said that we were the first modern American style brew pub um, in Toronto. I mean, whether or not you I believe think, that, or I think whatever. I agree. I but think I know I where agree. they're coming from, and like, you know, what, what, what do they mean by that? Like, uh, when they say modern American, like, is in the, the cutting edge for like a brew pub that would try to do good food, for example. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, not that I mean, like, there are, there's great food at other brew pubs in Canada, so yeah. it's not a true statement, right? Even before we opened. Um, so I don't necessarily agree with it, but you know, like they, we were trying to do like cutting edge beers and trying to keep up with that culture that's in the states. And yeah. you know, that's we is, we, is we it, travel to the states all the time. And is it modeled after, after an American style brew pub? Would you say? Like, was that um, the intention, or I mean, is that we were inspired just... by? I mean, I'd say like you know, our inspirations are definitely down there. Like when you know, like when I would go to like I don't know anywhere mm -hmm. California, New York, uh, even just going to Buffalo to like to get bottles of beer and they have yeah. all these crazy IPAs down, you know, you know, seven years ago or whatever. Pearl and Street was at the... Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty trash yeah. though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't remember it great. Yeah, the venue was awesome. I mean, specifically just like getting bottles. Oh, the sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but to have like two hundred ale for the first time yeah, back then. Yeah, it's great, right? Yeah, it's yeah. great. It's like, holy shit, beer can be yeah. this like, aromatic, right? Right. So you're traveling, this is, I guess this is kind of answering part of the question. So you're actively traveling to all the places you said for inspiration so if you yeah. went and you went to a place like you know like we're always on about Vermont and stuff mm -hmm. and even like you said like you know um, other half sorry yep. is it and um, places like that in New York or whatever what made you feel that like was it just as a beer nerd you were like yo I want to make these yeah I love it I mean it's yeah. you know it's the same way, way you guys go to Vermont you just yeah. go because what else do you want to do <laughs> <laughs> I mean we you know my, my trips 
my wife has to deal with. I was going to say, the ladies have to deal with. Well, I mean, you know, my wife's gotten into beer and she's like actually loves it now. And she she wasn't before. Like, you know, I definitely didn't have much of a choice. Well, she doesn't even really go for wine anymore, though. She'd much rather have like. We do drink wine, I, I drink wine, yeah. but like she's just more interested in beer as I am, just because, you know, association and being immersed in the culture and everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we make good beer, but, you know, I, I feel. She no, thinks we do. make beer, so we, we end up drinking that. Pretty good. It's all right. um, Decent. But yeah, our family trips are like, we're, we're going to go on a family trip. To it's based around beer? Or? It's, it's, it's based around Bellwoods and beer. Nice. Yeah. Every time. I mean, we're, yeah. we're going to go on a road trip. That's the only way to do it, in my yeah. personal yeah. opinion. That's, yeah. That's what we yeah. do. Sorry, babe. Sorry about that. Oh, so no, we're going I, to Michigan. When I make like a route, it's like, it's okay, like, where's the brewery? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, it out, yeah. for sure. So like, I, I still feel like I'm, I want to know why you got because no one else is really taking the risk now I feel like I'm seeing a few more people doing milkshakes they, they, like they, they, they are but it's a, it's a slow roll like you guys all of you a jumped sudden, right into it and the all of a sudden yes. we're doing yeah. I come to the brew pub and like there was like, like this to me six, is this is no one's doing anything like this in no. from my understanding people in Ontario people are freaking out, this, people are freaking out well, about so it the, freaking but apparently out. they have like uh, there's a uh, it's like the orange one this one's in the Dominion City I think oh yeah they did one. Yeah, I had um, that. That's cool. I, I didn't have it actually, but I just saw that they did one. Uh, left field did Stone laser City. shows. Yeah, laser Stone shows. City, oh, was, it Vermont, had, was it Vermont? Was it Vermont? Vermont stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stone City, City did plays one? around and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I had. What else do we have that was hazy? I mean, uh, this is Montreal. This is not uh, just hazy. Like uh, when we crack this, which we will very shortly. This is me. looks like no other beer you've ever had before. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for breweries who are on the cutting edge, who are doing something different and new, and stuff I want to line up for because I did line up for this. I mean, so. Like on that point, like I, I do feel like the haze ass adds to the character of Jetsu and it's part of its character and it makes it, you know, it helps make it that juice bomb. Like Witch Shark's like, I'm sorry, Milk Shark is like, yeah, it's super hazy. I mean, it's more of like a fun beer. Like, yeah, we do, we That's do make what I like it about super it. hazy. I'm not going to chug pints and, you know, of it, but I'm going to cherish every little snifter I have. And yeah. yeah. It's really good, something it's different. Fun. No it's one's, fun. no one's, yeah, it's exactly. very fun. I love it. It's, I just like my, my favorite thing about Bellwoods is that you guys are like, I feel like you're taking a risk. Do you, do you even see it as taking a risk by making beers like this? No. Because you've seen the lights. Yeah. Right. And we were talking with uh, Gord out the front earlier and we were talking about trading beers. I got a few dudes in Vancouver and Alberta who were losing their minds telling me to get the milkshake. I'm like, bro, I can yeah. barely get it myself. Like, I can't get it for well, you. Well, he was like, trading 750 mil cantillons for the, like, yeah, it's, that, it's, that. it's worth that people, much people in the beer world. So. For, like, y'all are, over double the price. It's crazy. Yes, online, it's crazy. Huh? So you guys are doing, what, Trillium and Treehouse and stuff at six hour lineups on a Tuesday morning uh, in, in Massachusetts. Yeah, we don't, we don't get that crazy. But, but it's on the way. My point is that, like, you guys are doing what these Americans are doing that I haven't seen any other Absolutely, I agree. breweries doing. So I'm okay. just curious as to like whether it was super intentional <laughs> or you just like, like I don't know. I don't know. We, we just, just, just make amazing Because you know it's like brewed and they'll come. I don't it's believe super, that. It's super loaded. Well. Somewhat. But it I, is. But it is a lot of that. That is you like. think that's what it is? Th- I think that's the biggest point. I mean, really? We, eh? Well. I feel like it's pretty loaded. Than it, that. It, like five years later. It's pretty loaded. Like I do think like, you know, we wanted to make the best beer we could. We had, you know, you travel and we don't give a shit about consistency either, which helps. Because, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, I like that. That's the name of the episode. Well, yeah. it, 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 <laughs> with the disclaimer, I mean, we're, we're looking for a good beer and having a good beer experience. And, but if and it changes we, we can time. do things consistently, we do, but like, that's not our point. We're like, we, Wizard, Wizard Wolf's changed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wizard Wolf's changed, uh, you know, it's changed a lot since yep. uh, we, we first started doing it, like what, three years ago? Jutsu changed a lot, I mentioned that. Um, you know, like, we're not looking for a consistent product that like won't change over five years. We're looking right. for like, well, what's Jutsu? To me, it's like, it should be like a hazy juice pump. 
Right. So let's do the best hazy juice bomb we can. If we have to change the hops, the yeast, whatever, we'll do it. I love that. So if the trends change, would this be a change? So say if it moves back to the West Coast. Crystal right clear. Like, there will be some, well, we, we make it like a crystal clear uh, Pilsner, traditional Pilsner for, you the, the, for the brew. The dry hop Pilsner? Yeah. What's that called? Paper Tiger. I've never that had was it. Lit. Yo, do you have it here? Uh, no, we don't. Uh, <gasps> I had that. Went the same night. Yeah. They were okay. the four C-star Jutsu. Yeah. Um, oh, and I was great. I love that, that beer. I lost yeah. my mind. Yeah. I love that beer. It's great. But I feel like it's coming back. I feel like a lot of the Haze dudes. Yeah. And I talked to the guys in Vermont. It's easing back off the like Haze. strong. I don't know if they do a lot of Hazy Pelleos and stuff, but they... They're certainly in that culture. Um, Interesting. They're, they're holding a traditional Pilsner festival in July. Really? Uh, July 15th. Where so. are they based out of? Uh, Portland, Oregon. Oh, sorry, Portland, Maine. Maine. Portland, Maine, yeah. Think about that. It's not too yeah. far. I'm not thinking about it. We might actually You guys be out there? We might be. To visit yeah. or to participate? Participate. If, yeah. Yeah, if we can get some paper tiger ready. Damn, ready. Yeah. That's amazing. Okay. So, yeah, it's just really curious to me that, like, I'm, like, we're saying, seeing a few of the breweries coming in. Um, doing these type of beers, but you guys just seem to be very much leading the way. And so, from what you're saying, then it's an organic, just like beer fan. You want to drink this type of beer, so that's what I'm going to do. And it's fun. I mean, we want to we want to stay relevant. We stay, on, you know, try to keep involved in what's exciting in the like beer world. Try them, and, yeah, I mean, we were, like I had the first. Uh, so I had a lactose. Um, I forget what it's called, but it was an Amipolo lactose strawberry IPA. Okay. Um, that really I really loved. Um, Sort of, sort of banked it. No, well, initially, yeah, yeah. But, but sort of banked that in the back of my mind, and then sort of didn't. Re- that was like two years ago. All right. Um, and then uh, I don't think it was like a super haze bomb. I think it was just like a. It was a lactose. lactose. Specific. lactose. Are they called milkshake? Yeah. Uh, I don't ones. think he called it a milkshake on that one, but I might be wrong. I, I don't even know what it was called. I forget. Um, and then I sort of just banked it. I just remember that as being like I think Omnipolo was like definitely like the forefront of like lactose milkshake really, yeah. and stuff like that. And then he started to do these collabs with uh, Tired Hands, and so I tried the Tired Hands pineapple milkshake. When I was Maybe in that's who I'm thinking of then, who who kind of like with American. For sure, it was kind it of really, the two of them that really, invented yeah. the style. Yeah, it was a collab yeah. at Tired right. Hands, and those were the ones that really blew up on, that was on that. Instagram. At least. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that, that, that's where we're seeing it, yeah. right? That's yeah. why we're so excited. Over, like yeah. we were saying before about Treehouse, pouring these glasses of orange juice yeah like, oh and they God. do that pour that like goes right yeah right to the, to the top no, no head just, I'm like, yeah. oh my God, stop it <laughs> looks so pretty we always split them so, so i never funny. get to have a full pour <laughs> yeah. um, i love the uh i love the reactions for that though like the split like some people it's funny right like, yeah again, it's just yeah. like who the fuck would pour their beer like that? yeah like, like, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's like it's obviously what are you gonna look amazing yeah hold my hair back while i you know yeah it's ridiculous people get like why would you? It's, it's, it, I see the, someone commented on like other house posters. Randomly saw it. It's like, what? Why the hell would you pour your beer like that? It's, it's, <laughs> you it's a disgraceful. Because it looks it's pretty. Like, you know, it's a horrible trend in the industry. And like, you know, people. <laughs> the purest. The, the purest, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it makes me want to do it. Yeah, of course, right? It's piss you off, goddammit. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay, so it is because of that. That's yeah, that that was just fun, like, right? I mean, beer's yeah, a man. fun thing. So that's the other thing. Like, but it's still driving the people though. Even like, so do you think then Canadians' palates? have matured to the are they on the way to maturing to the point of um, I think so to appreciating the sub of beer I think so yeah. Level, yeah I think so yeah there's a need and a want for it like, oh, yeah. it, it, well yeah. look at the milkshake release I mean that's like insane a, like, how long did that take to sell out of the Blackberry two hours at Hayfus yeah. and, and Dawsington and less than two yeah do you know yeah, the funny like, thing when I went that same night again I asked the dude I was like yo because this was like maybe a month later and I didn't understand the, the realness of it so I was like hey do you have any milkshake the pineapple on draft <laughs> that, throw. that was a throw that face, was one day and, uh, I was like okay I was like how long did it take to sell out of the bottles he said five days I'm like sick and then when this yeah. one came out you tagged me in the I got both yeah. the first so day we they did came have, out, so. we did have slightly more of that it was, it he, was said, like, he said well half the batch was yeah is that exactly. because of the practicality then, of blackberries versus pineapple 
no, no, it was the tank we went into. Oh, okay. Yeah, we just have a we have double tanks and single tanks at Eisenkamp. Can I suggest something? Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> we'll probably do both. Like we do have another. We have a pink guava one in the tanks right now at Eisenkamp, and we have a, a small batch of a. So by the time they see this, is out. What's the next one? The small one's going to be a, a pink guava milkshake. Yeah, pink guava milkshake and a mango Stop milkshake it. in a small one. So the mango is going to be fucking that. Oh, so that's going to be the one. We'll talk after this. Yeah, we'll talk. Yeah, we'll yeah. yeah. okay. we'll the reservation systems. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. It's like, is it my favorite beer? It's not even my favorite beer that we do, but it's fucking fun. It's yeah. Like, so fun. I'm very excited that's, about it. That's what beer right. should be, Everybody man. gets excited about it. I feel like it's ex- this is... Well, we get excited about it. No, no we you oh, should. Oh. I don't know about you. Do you beer? Like, I get, we get excited over, like, Trillium Treehouse, I would say... It was Alchemist, but now we've had it so many times, it's like diminished a little bit. Yeah. Trillium, double but like maybe a little bit more. Like... No, no, that was a. Uh, uh, sorry, sorry, Double Galaxy was, was probably one of time, our right. first ones that yeah. were kind of more like this. So I feel the same way. Cutting tiles. Cutting tiles was yeah. like, that was our first Trillium as yeah. well. You guys, I feel like a very similar <clears> way about that. Now I don't. That's kind of my point, I guess. Coming back to it, like that, I feel the same way about you guys that I do about them. I don't know if that was an intentional thing or if you're just doing that. I don't know, maybe is it just like a marketing scheme or something? Or I don't know. See, I, don't, I don't want to I know say I'm it's full, that, but... I'm totally going to buy into it. There's also no, a, you're not marketing it, though. You're not, like, no, pushing not at all. it in a way. You're like, CBO, hey, here's a Blackberry. Yeah. I'm like, it's just the name. It's the branding. It's the, it's the label. It's there's, the package, there's a collectability the to about get, it, too. The fact that... Yeah. I, I'm Because, you know, we live in Canada. Like, you know, we're proud that a Canadian brewery is making stuff on the level of the ones that we, like, drool over in the States, right? Thank you. And much respect. That's why we're so excited about that. So it's like... I think you guys have created that. No one else here has. Like, I'm, I don't know if there's any other. Actually, that's a question. Has any other, at least Toronto brewery that you could speak to? Do they have lines like something like what you guys have had with Milkshot? Oh, man. You know, you're, you're asking me to alienate. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not trying to hate. No, <laughs> what you call I'm not trying names to hate that specifically. specifically names rank the brewery. And the email. Rank from one to ten. <laughs> and tell me you hate them but, all. <laughs> um, is, there, is, there, uh, is there other, you don't have to name any names, but are there other Ontario beer releases I'm asking because I don't know, not because I mean the I'm not the right guy to ask for that, though. Okay, I'm okay. so immersed in Bellwoods. I, I, like I don't good even, answer. And it's not, it's... Diplomatic. It's, dip, very diplomatic well. answer, yeah. <laughs> no, that's right, that's right. I'm not asking like, you to call anyone No, out, but I'm not, yeah, I'm not yeah. on, like, I'm not on, like, the releases the way that, like, even Gord at the... In our, He'd know about that He knows he would, what's he up. Would, yeah, he yeah. does. Like, he's on top of releases, like, crazy. Yeah. You know, another guy, Billy, with us, he's, he's an amazing, um, you know guy in, in, the, in that culture right you know I'm totally interested in beer and I do follow the release but I'm you know <coughs> I, uh, to be honest I feel like I'm happy with the beer that we make so I don't need to I don't try to seek out a lot of stuff to like fill my cellar with when I travel when I travel I do, do because right. I'm, I'm very interested in it and, and I do go to you know I do when I go out I, I try other beers I had so, you know some Luffield and, and some Halo yesterday right um, but uh, it, yeah I'm not I'm not on top of the releases to be honest like, that's okay I was just genuinely curious, like, because I'd never seen it before and I didn't expect, I don't know, that level of, um, I don't know, attention or, like, that American-style, like, craziness. Yeah. Because, like, you know, like I was saying, the dudes who want this beer, I'm like, I can't get it for you. And I can't really speak, say that about almost any other Canadian beer, right. except there's a few, like, in Quebec, like, Oval's hard to get, and there's a few other ones. GGCL, there are, there's, there's special The, the barrel-age ones, barrel they yeah. have to buy tickets to go to an event to right. buy the beer type of thing. Yeah. Like that, but they've been around for 20 years, so it's yeah. a different game. So I don't really feel that's exact comparison, because you guys have just somehow, 
I think organically and that was kind of what I really and I think part goals, of it's the expansion the, like the expansion helps because now we've you know we want Ossington we want to experiment all the time right but it, there's so much risk behind experimenting all the time when yeah. you know with just the brew pub we would if we if one batch of beer screwed up we'd be we'd have to close the retail store for like a week if not more wow so because we're so tight on beer like it was literally like we were bottling for like the next day's uh beer right and, you know so it's like just day to day so we try to Damn. build up enough bottles to get through the weekend and in the summer last year the year before we couldn't uh, we had to close two three times just because we couldn't you know we're brewing full till like you know as quickly as we could out of there and uh you know we were selling all of it so just like there was so much energy and time going into just like that maintenance of of the um of the operation and just like the production schedule whereas you know now that's freed up because we have you know larger volumes right. of, of our core brands or whatever you want to call them yeah. and uh we can free up our time and energy and uh tanks to do like experimental beers that you know what if they take like like milk shark ends up taking longer than we thought it would it's fine right. no big deal we just leave it there and we'll figure it out you know we want to right. do long-term things in stainless it's fine we can do on the same note of expansion so we're at your what you'd call your production brewery, I guess. Yep. So Ossington is kind of more the, the brew pub yeah. and experimental brewery. Yeah, I mean, we do experiment up here as well. Like our, like our barrel program's all up here and we do a lot of like, um, you know, wood-based experimentation. Yeah. Um, like the cool ships up here. I mean, that's, yeah, that's a work in progress. Should speak to that. Ru- like rumor has it, so I live, I happen to live on DuPont Street. Uh, there's a building that I have been informed yeah. that <laughs> was possibly purchased by uh, no, okay. We have a lease um, there. Um, we've had delays there. Okay. Um, so there's no news on the delays Okay, right now. so not yet, yeah. but hopefully soon because I want to be able to walk can to... You speak, yeah, to <laughs> can you speak to that at all? Or is it kind of... Um, like just... Only that we we've been having a lot of delays and we... Uh, I, yeah, I can't really speak too much else? on that right now. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. We we don't know what's going how it's gonna progress. We, what we it's do gonna be, we do have whatever. a commitment to it, and the landlord has a commitment to it. Whether or not that commitment's gonna hold up, right now I don't know, and we'll see. I must say because the second I saw that's that bad. building, I'm like, that needs to be it's a brew insane. pub. It's insane. Yeah, it needs to be a brew pub. Like it's and that's why we're that's why I, you know we're not that's why we wanted to, we've been working hard to get it to happen. Yeah. And, yeah. And, uh, you know, and the area is coming up too, and there's a lot of new buildings coming up. So it's, yeah, we were yeah, being suffocated by it, production at Ossington, though. So we, like, we there were so many delays on it that we we had to open up this place and get beer flowing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did that. And why this area? Speaking of beer flowing, you guys were ready to start the next yeah, one. Yeah, sure. I think it. we should. Um, uh, I don't yeah. have a rinse for you, but ah, that's I don't think again. you'll notice it's pretty. No, cool. <laughs> it's pretty good. Maybe you're ready. Oh lord. So I have had this. See, you have not had this. Um, I most certainly have not. Yeah, it's you uh, get in there. It is get fun. It. it is a fun. Yes, beer. yes, get in there, bastard. <laughs> yeah, I've been pretty ready for this one, man. Yeah, I was um, mind blown by the uh, pineapple. It was yeah. really good. We when we did the video, I had a bunch of people at the crib at the time. Yep. And it was really cool because thank you, baby. Um, everyone we had like a, we've been introducing a lot of our uh, friends to to you know to craft beer and stuff. Mm-hmm. Really, anyone who's drinking like any of the trash would just like no. Stop and sort <laughs> But everyone um, got excited. Even non-beer drinkers got non-beer. excited about this beer. Really? Yeah. My boy, yeah. like, he was like, he drank pineapple with us. He, like, when he saw the the blackberry, he was like, like, bro, I need that beer. <laughs> so I'm gonna save one to split with him when we um, get back. Actually, I want to do this one. I'm gonna review it just because I want the photo with you in that. Yeah. One. Oh, that's yeah. That's that would make serious. more sense, right? Yeah. If you guys have a beer yeah. there. 
<laughs> you feel like you need to open your mouth, don't you? Yeah. Oh, is that too fuzzy? Is that too fuzzy? Yeah. There we go. We there go. There you go. You got, oh, this I, want, I want the math one. one. I'm gonna do it again. Do it again. Okay. I don't care. Everyone, open your mouth. <laughs> Backwards. <laughs> Backwards snapbacks and beers. Okay, that at least has to. That's be. legit. Yeah, we'll, we'll make that work. Okay. <laughs> well, All right, gentlemen and ladies. Cheers, guys. Cheers. 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 inside of you. Oh yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. Like, oh, bro. Like, what? It's like, that, that's, it's like custom made for you. Oh my god. I don't know why I'm so easy to please. I'm such a little, like, <laughs> soft. Because I, I wanted to drink that unicorn frappuccino from the oh, start. Oh my god. Oh my god. You would. Amazing, yeah. I missed out. You would. This is my beer frappuccino. Yeah. Right? So did you see the, um, did you oh see, my god. Uh, that one that the beers that Omnipole is doing with, like, the meringue on top? No. Oh, Actual meringue? I don't, know, I don't know what the fuck. I think it's like beer foam or something. Like I, What? I haven't really dug into it. So I think it was like, it's like a beer meringue. That guy, man. So anyway, I don't. I need to know him. This <laughs> is. Yeah. Uh, it's beer, but it's not. It's like a beer smoothie. The mouthfeel like on smoothie. it is intense. It's sour. It's sweet. There's a nice little lingering bitterness. That looks. Oh my god, that is crazy. Right. Look that up. I Look think it's Omnipolo. What's it called? Uh, Say what it's called. Uh, unicorn. Unicorn. Oh, it's called a Unicorn. Yeah. I think it's because of that. Yeah. Because of that frap. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna show you. Oh, with Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm seeing him next week, uh, nice. next month. You know that Wakefield was that from uh, Miami? Yeah, yeah. Similar deal. Uh, yeah, Wakefield Brewery. We're, we're into a collab in May. Okay, down there. speaking of collabs, that was a nice segue. So, have you done any? Um, I don't believe I've ever heard of or read about any Bellwoods collabs. Do you have any in the future? Have you done any in the past? Are there any? Uh, we have done them in the past. We're good friends with Andre at Trudeau and the rest of the team as oh, well. Oh, you've done them in the club with them? We have. We've done yes. them uh, at his place and at our. The place. release through them or through you? Uh, both. Uh, we did them at his at their brew pub specifically. We brewed at their brew pub and they brewed at our brew pub. Um, we've done them. Um, we did a collab with Luke Lafontaine, who's opening Godspeed. Bim, yeah. Bim, yeah. And, Do you know uh, Brandon Judd? He's um, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was at Indie before that. Correct. Right? Oh, yeah. right, right, right. Um, so he's, we met him last night. He, we brewed a beer with yeah, him. Awesome. My brother's yeah. film. He's a great guy. Cool. Um, yes, yeah, so we've done it. We've done a few, and we did one with two with the Evil Twin actually. Um, at our, yeah. At our brew oh, wow. Sweet. A while back. Where? Uh, how were these released? Like just on draft at the moment? Uh, we, we just. Never... Uh, well, yeah, the, the scenes progressed a lot even since we opened. I feel like because yeah. we did the collab and like no one in Toronto really fuck even gave a fuck. <laughs> yeah, they didn't know. That's why I'm starting to see them around. Yeah, like we, I mean, don't get me wrong, it went over well, and we like we, but there wasn't like the response you expected, yeah. right? Well, no, not at all. And we had like a ticketed event, and it was just like it was quiet. It was like a sleepy really? release, and that's like, kind of, like that's surprising guys, to me. Like, yeah, head in the game, guys. It, it would be better now. Yeah, yeah. just like the scenes progressed so quickly though. But like, Damn. you know, we put Milk Shark out. Back then, without the context of the what's that's going right. on, yeah. that's exactly right. It has to you know, be in, in I think context. You nailed it. That's exactly. Yeah, that's exactly right. Nailed the timing. And yeah, uh, yeah. and Canadians, I find like in Ontario, like, like there's a skeptical, a general skepticism towards like things that they don't, you know, they, that we don't yeah, know. And not it's familiar like, with. Gotta or... like you know, you know, let, let it let it steep a little bit, and then yeah. and people are on board, and everybody's super supportive. I mean, we've had tons of support, but. Um, <clears throat> that might go, you know, I'm just thinking of the reasons why you brought up uh, why it takes longer for Canada to sort of get To catch up, yeah. yeah. Um, that would be the skepticism for sure. Yeah. And I think it was like... There's not as much like local pride as there is in like Vermont, for example. It's, right. There's so much local pride. In, <laughs> yeah, true. I feel like there's more in Quebec too. Oh, Quebec for sure. Serious. Oh, that's that's yeah. in but I don't feel like Quebec are doing like, they only had the first milkshake IPA was released like two weeks ago. Oh, really? We're from Nukebox. 
Yeah. Um, Which I, we have in the fridge. Yes, we do. Sweet. Um, but I don't. I, I feel like that's that's kind of why as well. Like these guys, are, maybe they're making the northeast style a little bit. Like Oval's doing it. There might be a couple others from like Montreal. Oval. I think they kept saying Oval. A-U-V-A-U. Yeah. 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 Like, really? He speaks funny. He has an accent. <laughs> yeah. Like what? Those guys. Are they said it before. It's like, yeah. What? what? <laughs> Orval. Have you ever had this? Stuff? Gotta check into Oval. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I, I've only had like one or two a yeah. while ago. Yeah. I know it, the like, style of stuff they do, and um, they do a bit of everything from what I've seen. Yeah, it, uh, but yeah, super limited. But I think yeah, I've, really maybe I only even had one. Like it's just, right. I haven't seen super it hard through. to get. Yeah, yeah. The the pride thing definitely plays into it. Like everything Vermont, like you know, uh, the the you eat beef, grass fed beef from a cow that was like a right. couple, couple of meat. Oh, like, it was crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. We had stuff like that. Burgers that were freshly cooked from that, yeah. and like Vermont cheese. Like you had a farmhouse tap and grill, and they'll have. They're the, very farm to table with everything they do. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. that's a wicked uh, spot. I love that. Yeah. They had a uh, Hill Farmstead tap take, takeover like two days ago. Oh yeah, oh, I couldn't make oh, it. It was disgusting. It was, that place is so comfy too. Isn't it great? Yeah, it's beautiful. That was my favorite restaurant we went to there. It's fantastic. Yeah. I love that. Did spot. you go downstairs within? Uh, like no, the, I didn't even know there. Uh, yeah, we didn't know until we did the podcast. Yeah, so there's like like a little like cavernous dingy tavern down there with amazing beers almost oh, speakeasy really. yeah. it was so sick yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it feels very speakeasy-ish I and they, feel like, yeah. they have like an actual fire and they're like stoking wood yeah. and it's like amazing and that, like that like you know so sick 10 liter unibrew bottle and stuff <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 I was actually thinking you guys would be perfect for okay that's another question um, have you because I've seen a few collective artists down there now Glutenberg right. Farnham down where uh, Vermont I'm sorry oh really specific yeah so I don't know how I know the owner of collective arts lives in, in Stowe I believe oh really okay um, uh, yeah Farnham opened up a Vermont brewery uh, Glutenberg is down there those three mm. off the top I can think of well, of GDCL I think there's some others in like Beverage Warehouse and Winooski there mm. Have you guys considered moving into the states now that you have a bit more production? And um, I think it's inevitable that we'll do like small shipments and into so the like into well, um, yeah, really well, very well, we'll uh, and that'll be a problem for you in a good way. Like it's going to ruin. Whenever we start, like, we're never so going to get any of your beers ever. No, ever, no, ever, no yeah. I, I wouldn't say that ever. at all. I mean, we love making hoppy beers. Um, I can't see us ever exporting to the states any Why of our hoppy. They don't last long. They're, oh, right, for like, a freshness factor, right? They, I mean, they, they good point. Instant. Which we're learning very but, quickly. Yeah. What if freshness is? Yeah, the freshness key. a whole other conversation. Yeah. That, those beers should be had super fresh. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so you're of that mind state. Absolutely, yeah. But we that said we do tons of beers that age well, and like Jelly King even is a hoppy beer. It is, but it's still a sour. It is a sour. And, so it'll age and, better, though. Um, or last dry longer hopple. because of the sourness. I mean, or? I don't know about better, right. but uh, it, it, I've had year old Jelly King and I'm, I like it. I'm, I'm happy. Different have, though. It does slightly yeah. change. Um, yeah. Like perhaps we do have some bread in there, so the bread, you know, starts to uh, produce some esters and yeah. aroma and yeah. the hop maybe die back a bit. But even the hop aroma seems to really um, age well in that beer. Hmm. Whereas our hoppy, like our pale ales. Like Jutsu or Sea stuff. Yeah, they just start like... to, like, the hop character dies back, the malt character goes up and it's like not, not what you want. What's the optimal, uh, in your personal I'm, opinion, because everyone yeah. has, a, basically right. at the end of the day it's subjective. Yeah, totally. From your, like your tastes, for your beers, whether it's say like in that or even, um, yeah. we've had Ghost Orchid before, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Also quite yeah, like what's, what's your best before window? Yeah, what's your yeah. like window? You know, to, um, yeah, it's not an easy thing to, I mean, we, we debate it all the time and how to even address that. Um, I would say roughly, uh, out of half is two, two months. It seemed like if you have it within two months, it's that's a little that's longer. A long yeah. That's a really long time. 
I'm talking and that's Eddie's a, that's like assuming, two weeks. Yeah, yeah I'd say two weeks done. to a month. Yeah, yeah so in I my do, opinion. I do but have a different opinion yeah. about Osington, though, because we found oh. we've had get way better fills at Hafis and with less oxygen introduction. And oh, okay. I, I think the oxygen is... It, it ruins the, it ruins the hospital. Is that, is, that a, is that based on equipment or procedure yeah, or... Equipment, yeah, equipment. equipment. Yeah. Okay. Um, and we just have better equipment up here. And like if we do like hobby beers packaged the same day, yeah. you, you taste the one at Ossington deteriorate so quickly. And I think that's, like, a, yeah. personally, I think that's a huge problem with like the can culture because a lot of people have canning lines that don't actually eliminate air very well. Right. And so the, like, the best before, yeah, like two weeks. I've had, um, I've had cans from a great brewery in the States that I know was a good beer when it's packaged. Right. It was, I Completely believe it was only different. two weeks old and yeah. it was like, it wasn't great. And yeah. It wasn't what it, I, was I, it or didn't, could be. I didn't yeah. believe that it was what it was when it was packaged. Do you guys do best before dates? We had a conversation about this. We don't. Um, yeah. Why is yeah, that? we don't. Um, or not even best before, like canning or, or when, when it is bottled or canned or is it like, I know some people just put like a little printed label actually on the, yeah, on I mean, our, our, our angle was to promote drinking things fresh. So we right. always have a drink fresh icon. We don't That's export cool. any of our hoppy beers. So yeah. you, people, um, unless you're trading it or something like that, people do generally know when they're buying our beer. Um, anything that's sold in our store, we're confident in. It's at, at there, we don't sell fresh it. as it can be. Yeah. We sell things quickly, so we of don't course. we don't brew enough to keep it on the shelf for right. longer than we. Um, like, we we never have two month old beer. In I think our, that's in a, you want a proper yeah, representation of the beer. You don't want someone drinking it three months, four months old, and it's not it's not how the beer is supposed yeah. to taste. It's you know it's. More for them, I understand where you're coming from. For you, wouldn't sell it. Yeah. But like sometimes, like when we, without calling names, we were we interviewed a brewer in Vermont who was adamant that they put the canning date on the bottom, and he was telling us about another Everyone very should be popular doing it, brewery right, that, that don't do, do it. it. Yeah. And then I understand why now. I'm very conscious of uh, things not being date stamped mm. when it can, not like best before or whatever. Like that's fine, but like when, when, when it's bottled, because so then I use your own discretion knowing exactly. this is two months old. Okay, it's going to taste maybe a little different than if it's a week off the can. That's line, it. Right? And yeah. say like Heady Top, which we've talked about this before. Like I, I've had it. We've had it fresh. And so it's different. Incredible. Yeah. You have it up to about two weeks. Two in weeks my, and in our starts, opinion. Yeah, and then it's done for. I've had it like not done for, but it, start, it starts. It's just not what it was. Like you're sure. saying, yeah. and yeah. It, you want that. You want to burp, and you have that like hops like traveling through your nasal passages. Yeah. To me, that's what I'm after. It's a part yeah, of the totally. experience. And um, I they, do find they don't I stay. do find our hoppy beers on a good at, at Osington. We don't. I don't. It seems like two weeks is totally realistic. Mm -hmm. All the beer that we produce there is sold within a week anyway. And probably um, consumed. I've had within, within. It's sold within three weeks, I would say, uh, okay. in general. Um, and it would be and honestly, I don't. fairly fast, would you say? Yeah. Yeah, I, people I, I, aren't yeah. exactly. I mean, people know who are buying these beers. They know it's not. And we kept we keep them all refrigerated the whole time as well. And right, it, right. Yeah, I mean, that, and that's the goal is to get someone to consume it quickly. Um, I'm not opposed to going towards dates. I don't know. We just haven't. Um, we decided to just go with the drink fresh things and but and that seems to be working no one's it seems to be well people complain no matter what <laughs> you can't win right yeah yeah that's fair i was gonna ask i know you guys sell primarily not primarily exclusively from your brew pubs and your brewery our bottles are right. exclusive to our brew pub or any licensees that come and pick up bottles we do sell to restaurants um but they're you sell the like kegs or you selling bottles we do, a little we bit of both we're selling we're delivering kegs as well and um I think we started to deliver bottles. I'm not even sure on that. I think historically we only sell bottles to restaurants that come pick it up. On okay. The sort of are you are you not in the LCBO for a particular reason? Is this kind of a part of the brand, a part of the culture, or There's is no reason to no, be no in the reason. LCBO for us right now? Okay. Okay. Um, I feel you. I'm not opposed to it. Um, I am opposed to selling something like a hoppy beer that would sit out on a warm shelf and. 
for more than, you know, at all, but then, yeah, then it would stale very quickly. And we, I'm opposed to that. I'm not opposed to putting like a ageable product that is meant to, like all these are stored So the beer, it would have to be a, that a particular beer that would that not would, that would drink fresh hoppy. Yeah, because they don't refrigerate, right? right. So that's, we would be concerned about that. Um, but right now we don't, we just don't need that market and they take a cut Absolutely. of the sale. So why? Why I, I would, I mean, I personally, I'd rather, product. you know, I like producing hobby beers. I like wholesaling to the, yeah. straight to the, like, I like being on tap at restaurants and bars. Yeah, and so cool. we've pursued that as our first avenue. I mean, we haven't ruled it out completely, um, but we just, yeah, there's no, we have no beer to sell to the SBU right now. And, and do you participate in the, the beer festival uh, game, so to speak? Do um, you, does that interest you? Or are you guys A in? little bit. I mean, cask days I fully support. I love those guys. That's my, and, that's uh, my favorite Toronto beer festival, cask days. Yeah, and it's really I well run. It. And Very well run. We don't even do cask ale, but we do for that event. Um, but and we're happy to do it. It's a really well-run event and it's a lot of fun. I agree. Um, and it's a little, you know, little, um, it's not an inconvenience for us at all. Yeah. So we do that. Um, we do, we participated in Sawdust Funk Fest they, they did last year and, oh, yeah. and this year. Oh, that was cool. July 1st. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Um, again, it was like little involvement. So I, w I was, I wasn't sure if I could make it. So they, you know, they said they want to go your beer. And I ended up going, but they handled the whole beer, and I could just hang out, and nice. it was great. And, you know, it's like two kegs, like it was super easy. Um, so we're not opposed to it, but the big beer fests where you like it's like ticket system, and it's I mean they're marketing opportunities. It's what it is. So yeah. um, we haven't really pursued that angle. I, I wouldn't want to see you in a, a beer festival where Alexander Keith and Molson Canadian yeah, are also yeah. featured. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't seem doesn't seem right. Doesn't seem fair. We tend to avoid that. Yeah. We just don't. I mean, we don't. We don't even have staff for it either. Historically, we haven't had beer to do it because we'd be losing money doing it because we, <laughs> we should be putting that into bottles at our bottle shop. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, rather than you know paying to be at a festival because you often don't make money at a festival. Right. Yeah, it's more for exposure than anything, exposure, right? Yeah. yeah. You guys have enough exposure apparently. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. So you guys are pretty like I don't know. I'm if happy in, with that. Yeah. 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 You guys are in an interesting position as far as mm. like. Uh, brand awareness. Mm -hmm. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Instagram alone, never mind like, <laughs> you know, newsletters, or we haven't been doing newsletters recently. We lost the person that was doing them, but, uh, um, well, she's on maternity leave. Right, right, right. right. Um, uh, yeah, Instagram, Twitter. Like, social has definitely pushed yeah. it Helped vault your brand, yeah, so totally, to speak. Yeah. yeah. Which is like an interesting thing because you can't, like, we have social media companies, this is what we do, mm -hmm. like, all day long. So you can't like, you can, you know, grow it and you can push it in a certain direction, but you can never guarantee anything. You can't force it. So it's still at the end of the day, it's organic, right? Like yeah. All your oh, absolutely. Yeah. Following is just being from. Everybody could stop following us tomorrow and then we're just like, we have no yeah, outlet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you, you're able to sustain two facilities just off no distribution. Word of mouth. I feel like that's yeah, pretty word, yeah, word of mouth impressive. And, eh? That's very impressive. Well, it's just like street cred, word of mouth and, yeah. uh, and uh, yeah, Good social stuff. media exposure. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like it took a while to get to that point? No. Uh, was strangely, it like no. Jump? I think um, you just... If we opened here first, it would have been a nightmare. Um, even then, For I think. Sure. Uh, Agreed. Like you it, nailed the location. Oh, the note. Yeah. Oh yeah, and that was. I mean, that was actually our like number. When Mike and I, you know, decided on where we're going to try to do this, like, you know, we pretty much, you know, mentally, we at least, just, you know, mentally drew a map and the, the middle the pinpoint was, was right where there. we opened and yeah that, that's where we targeted we did look at places on dundas and queen and um as 
not much further than that, to be honest. Right. Like, yeah. really, like, like that real hood. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all like, like, and it, started it, it was a mechanic shop, wasn't it? Like, there's the garage Origi- door. Originally, it was a mechanic shop, yeah. and then it was, when we took it over, it was actually an art gallery. Oh, okay. And we approached right. the landlord in the art gallery and worked out a deal that we could take over. Because uh, it, it never went on the market. We approached them and said, you know, you're not really using this. How right. How about we do something better? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Let us just a, take this place from you. Well, we'll I take think it off the, the art gallery, yeah. the owner of the art gallery, was had lost interest in the project. Right. I think, so he was happy to get out of it. The landlord was sick of, uh, you know, a tenant that was like not fixing windows and stuff. So it was like it was just we just hit it a sweet time and yeah. we got our number one pick. It was like really lucky because it wasn't yeah. a sure thing. It was never on the market. It was like and you like, and you got it just as that location was really coming up because again we used and, to live on Ossington right, and that yeah. I'm like Lower Ossington was still slightly undiscovered yeah, back just, then. Just starting to pick up. Just starting there. to yeah. pick up, right? Because yeah. Queen so. West, and it became yeah, five the, years before that. The expand, was like right? Nothing. It yeah. was a, it was a yeah. literally nothing. So you got in in the right time. And I wouldn't say nothing. I mean, you, there were great. Well, <laughs> as nothing. Went, yeah, <laughs> nothing at all. That, that's horrible. Didn't exist. That's actually totally raw. False. Uh, <laughs> Essentially, before Bellwoods was, came in, it was, it was a complete piece of shit. That was it. No, no. I don't mean that. It was it was gritty. It was gritty before. Grimy. That. Um, well, I think it was the start of the resurgence of it, and I was yeah. kind of mad because we moved to Montreal not long after you guys. Oh, yeah. Do you remember exactly what month? privileged yeah, yeah. <laughs> gentrification pusher a little bit a little bit yeah, yeah. 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 nothing that we showed up in sorry about Ruined that yeah. Luke. god yeah. damn it yeah I feel like it was like the resurgence of that strip and I was super mad that when we left I'm like man Ossington just got popping yeah right yeah. as we left and yeah. we were there for a couple of years I was so mad um yeah that's super cool uh, it was fun it. yeah but it, like the exposure we got just from opening there like you know every, any we it's deliberately hit it until we were fully ready to open so we, just, we didn't want yeah people just you know poking their nose in and you know yeah interviews getting in the way and stuff like that oh and then yeah. you talk about that <laughs> and well, then now you're five years deep so you can do some damn interviews well but we you know we wanted but we knew like it's just like you know it's like that's where all the cool restaurants are going yeah it's like you it's know you're gonna get exposure. hipstery and yeah, artistic but, and, and then and you know you open the doors and like every media outlet you know like block Toyota's an article and then toronto life is an article and like you know, yeah like sun the globe the whatever so it was all anything, very organic right? then it was, but like the exposure we got there, just because of location, was like insane, which right. was great. And and you know there wasn't an interesting group up that had opened in you know a long time. No, so well, it was, I, I it remember was an there was a topic. there was a time where they were trying to make Lower Ossington the new club district of yeah. Toronto, yeah, yeah. and they yeah, kind yeah. of and the yeah. residents like uh, yeah, they, they wouldn't have yeah, it. So now it's kind of turned into this. I don't know somewhere more in between. Restaurant. Yeah, more they, restaurants well, they, they had and a, there was cafes. A, there was yeah. a moratorium on uh, liquor licenses. They wouldn't grant any right. liquor licenses for a year. Oh. It had ended before we took over our lease. It was like a year before that because, um, like I said, like five years before there wasn't there weren't it wasn't a destination. Is the, is the point right? right. There was it wasn't a, a, the destination that there was now. Um, and then uh, there there were so many clubs going in there very quickly. Yeah. And uh, so the year before that we opened, they put they stopped granting liquor licenses. They were terrified right. of. Um, the community was terrified of it becoming like a, a club. Like the, the next rich getting pretty street. rowdy, and it does yeah. get pretty rowdy there at night. It still I mean, does on the weekends. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, on the weekends, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, and you know, it was to, to curb that and to you know, let's take a year and plan out how we want to do this. And then they, you know, when you started to do it, but they looked at like what you're, you know, more scrutinized the business model. And like, you know, they were happy to have us there. Right. We didn't have trouble getting all the permits we wanted, but um, you know, they didn't want it to be a club district. Right. So you guys essentially like were like. More sit down restaurant, you. really, right? Essentially, the end of the day. And, and when it's like brew pub, I feel like people would like you're not going to a brew pub to get trashed. I mean, you, the the 
you dish the bonus is getting trashed by the time you drink a whole like a, f- a few flights and then, three like, flights some and jellyfish uh, and some, and bone some, marrow, some like, duck tongue and then yeah, you're just whatever. and you're good to go. ready to go so I guess it's kind of cool so they probably would have welcomed you guys into the neighborhood yeah. because it's kind oh, of oh very cool. much I mean our yes, neighborhood support has been but, tremendous uh, yeah it's been great, yeah. We have so much, so much neighborhood support. It's I thought there's a lot of pride. We got a friend who was living around the corner. Mm. And he was not a beer guy, and I used to when we went over to we went to his house. He always had Bell with him. He lived on Argyle Street right there, yeah. so he used to always just nice. around yeah. and stock yeah. up right there. He, there and he didn't care, but now he's a beer guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he that was like, I think I tried Wizardable for the first time because of him. He yeah. had it then. He's like, yeah, you want this? I'm like, oh yeah, I want that. <laughs> like, but I thought that was just a really cool thing. Yeah. Um, Corey, you know Corey. Yes. Yeah. So like, Tiff's mate. Yeah. And it was just not the type of dude who was typically a craft beer. And I feel like you guys potentially had a um, an influence on him becoming. You're a craft making non craft beer drinkers craft beer drinkers. Yes, that's the goal. That's that's yeah. that's. Do you how do you feel about happening. that? Like, do you feel like you guys have enough? Uh, I mean, on Paper Tiger, of course, which is one of the best pills I've ever had. Which I haven't had for some reason. Yeah, we, I don't know why. We could but, fix that. But and I like so, pilsners a lot. So holding out. Sorry. Well, <laughs> oh, you got milkshakes. So. Yeah, yeah so, you kind of won. Give and take. Um, how do you feel about like? Do you guys feel like you're playing a role in that? I mean, it looks like at least from our experience. Oh yeah, for sure. Like that's our, when, yeah, that's like what you know. One of the things that drives us is like yeah, you're converting. Well, like inspiring people to you know think about the beer they're drinking, yeah. you know, to make interesting things. Like it should be a um, you know a thoughtful pro, you know, something that you put thought into and you consider what what you're you're not just drinking a shit beer to get drunk. It's like yeah. you can enjoy the beer while you're doing it. Right? That's it. Do you feel like you have enough? non what's the word I was gonna say non scary but like non intimidating beer for for people who might be well paper tiger is super approachable super very very aromatic and you know crisp like pills are traditional don't you have a real low ABV um stay classy yeah Yeah. what is that one uh, so sour it's, it's, a, it's like a, around a 3% yeah. um, session ale. Like Vice or no? No, the, no, it's not sour. It's, okay. like, a, it's like a mini IPA. Yeah. Okay. Oh, like session IPA. Yeah. 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 But like, like 3%. Like 3%. Uh, wow. Yeah. So it's kind of like, it's enough flavor that it gives you... It's like you... a huge dry hop, like right. low bitterness, and it, we uh, ferment it so it doesn't, it, it basically like, it's not very fermentable, so it has like a little bit of body behind it, so mm-hmm. it, it tastes like an IPA without the alcohol. Cool. Yeah. I almost feel like... Uh, <clears throat> Don't mark my words on it, but that's going to be a trend. Moving to low ABV, I think it already sessionable, has. I mean, yeah, like open, we table beers and like easy, stuff. yeah, we, like shareable. Like our, our, I mean, our double IPAs move so slowly. Like, really? I mean, did you guys not sell out of the double jitsu really quick? Or yeah, that was a small batch though. Uh, that was like right. we only had like the people maybe, generally want to get drunk. That's models. kind of a part of enjoying craft beer, but I just think don't get me wrong. We we, we they sell well, and we we still make them and we still enjoy them. But certain crowd, you know. Yeah, it's a certain crowd. More people will pick up a, a pale ale or an IPA, something more hmm. more approachable. Right. More, you know, even for a non-drinker that's trying to get into the alcohol game, like yeah. something like a, a low ABV IPA or like a Berliner Weiss is a great gateway beer yeah. to something bigger and bolder, the, right? I find the sours are really great. Barrel-aged sours and the sours are great um, yeah. gateway beers for yeah. wine drinkers because they, they yes. a lot of people like you know like an acidic white wine will easily pick up like an acidic saison yeah. and, and you know find flavors that they're familiar with and, and like and uh, just a sort of acidic balance that they I like agree. Um, rather than bitterness which you don't see in wine so no. you know the hoppy beers are harder to sell on uh, unless you're super on low on new drinkers IBU. or new beer drinkers yeah uh, yeah especially the wine drinkers that are you know because like, we do find a lot of people come in and become my mother-in-law perfect example she would not touch beer at all uh-huh. um, until recently and started with like um, what's the, oh, Grandma's Boy and like 
Yeah. Like she loves a jelly king, jelly king. She jelly loves and, great. You know, now she's like actually she drinks hoppy stuff now. All of a sudden, really, <laughs> when did you start liking? It's like, yeah, what happened? But, yeah. but you know, like it's like that. You just need that like stepping stone. Right. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that, to get yeah. you into it. So is that also maybe like stuff like jutsu and like all the the hazier, no, sorry, hazy, like juicier ones, the low IBU beers. Mm. Well, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Too. Totally. Yeah. Like she's into. I never those, thought of those. it like that. Sweeter, yeah. easier to drink, more approachable. Yeah. Yeah, like even last night it was my brother's album launch and we had we brewed the beer with Brandon at Layla mm -hmm. and um, we made like a Northeast IPA kind of style beer that wasn't super hoppy because we knew that a lot of the people who would come weren't beer nerds like us. Right. But, and a lot of people who just weren't really beer drinkers really enjoyed that yeah. stuff. And I never really thought of it like that because we were just into it because of beer nerds. That's what you're into, right? Beer nerds. Yeah, yeah, that's right what's now, up. like, who knows what's going to happen in yeah. six months. But that was just our thing. Yeah. But it was really cool to see people who just weren't really like, Typically, beer drinkers like yeah. very much embrace it and enjoy it because they were like, I don't, don't like anything bitter. Yeah, yeah. And they yeah. Were, well, that was. Like, I mean, and honestly, that's like the mm. like super bitter IPA trend, like in like the yeah, early like, 2000s, right. Or, like, but like palate wrecking IPAs. Like, like, I love it. Even like no one could drink. Yeah. But it's such a so weird trend, like you know. But like, it was great. Like, I loved it. You loved it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. I mean, we were, we were, it was I hit or miss. We were totally into it, and you know, yeah, I thought it was hit or miss. Very hit or miss. Yeah. I think extreme I mean, is just I, fun. I guess the uh, juicy beers. Yeah, I guess. Because yeah. these is at the end of the day, like be real, like in the realm of beer, these are extreme, right? Like it's Absolutely. a blackberry. Like look what we're drinking. Oh, that is it awesome. looks That's like crazy, like chunk blackberry milk. Yeah, that's somewhat carbonated. Somewhat, it's like super but it's still beer. It's crazy. Well, you know, I'm yeah, yeah. Trying to be no, no, yeah. What was well, it? It's, it's weird. Yeah, it's a weird. What beer. was the what was the actual like wort to fruit? Ratio, like there's uh, so like much 30 fruit. fruit. Oh, oh my god, like there's Damn. so I've never it's had a crazy. beer with so much fruit in it. Expensive to make, I guess. Cause oh, so expensive. it has to be. Yeah, and then our yield's pretty crap as right. well. Right, um, exactly. Yeah, with the huge dry hop and uh, the fruit. I mean, we get some volume from the fruit, but some lost, and yeah. uh, we add pectin to the boil as well to make it extra hazy and um, to try to give it some texture as well. I was gonna say that gives to the mouthfeel. You feel like the yeah, that's viscous. the goal. Yeah, um, but the viscosity. I, I think our yield goes mm. like way down by using that. So For sure, it's um, it is an expensive beer to make. It's I can imagine, and that's why Which it's is not why a cheap beer to sell. Like, but it's worth every cent. I even paid. Yeah. I had a friend. I gave him like like equivalent like ten bucks a, a bottle. Like I sent him money, just take it and give me the damn beer. Like, yeah, it didn't matter. Cool. Um, and you guys made the so the jelly king happened to be the blackberry at the same time. Yeah. Um, so that was the I same fruit order, actually. I yeah, that's, that's what I assumed. Yeah. It was the same. Hang on, but it only dropped, I guess, because it got the sour, so it takes longer to make. Um, no, it dropped at the same time. Yeah. Because you picked them all up on the same day. Yeah. Okay, so it was kind of like, was that intentional? Uh, to, well, I'd rather not, just because it looks like we like, always like this black. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, in the end, it's Blackberry like, everything. We, we wanted to do it. Well, we have other ones coming out now, but we just didn't have the next fruit shipment either. So right. we'll, uh, we'll come out with other ones. And we're, like now I have, we have a shipment of fruit and splitting it different fruits for, we're doing a big jelly king up here with uh, sweet cherries. And then we're doing nice. milkshakes. Like I mentioned, like pink guava and uh, mango. mango, um, down Crazy. there. And, We've got some other fruits lined up as well. So, you know, we'd, we'd like to diversify. Of course, like, right. But whatever, it was Blackberry Week. And then I finished it with the token Muir. I don't even know how you say it. Muir. Uh, oh, Muray. The Muray, yeah. It's French word, yeah. Yeah. yeah Muray, yeah. Yeah. Just put a little accent on put it. Put a little accent. Yeah. Sounds fancy, right? I finished the week with that. So it was like, I had so much Blackberry. So you like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty um, How do you choose what fruits to do? Say pink guava is super random. <laughs> so with the milkshake, we use aseptic purees. So it's like pasteurized purees from Oregon fruit. Um, oh, okay. They make like... Uh, is shit frozen or... No. Okay. It's, it's, Fresh, it's, yeah, really? Um, wow. There, I'll show you boxes. Cool. There. So it's literally just like um, a fruit slop. 
Yeah, we don't. We, we add lactose sugar so. to it, so we're pretty worried about um, like uh, like going off or whatever infection. Or? Yeah, um, um, lactobacillus La- can lactose. ferment. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, can yeah. Ferment lact- uh, lactose. Right. So we're just worried about any contamination from like fresh fruit, but I mean it might be unlikely given like the alcohol content and IBUs already. And kill it out, but, yeah. But regardless, it's on our mind and it's just easy to work with, and um, we're not looking for like a secondary fermentation beyond just the simple sugars that are out of there so we, would, um, would this bother someone who's lactose intolerant yep it would yeah so yeah. they get okay sucks suckers what about vegans probably not eh vegans would i i have not looked into it but I, I, we put it on there and, and i'm pretty sure most lactose uh lactose vegans would derive no. from whey i think most people yes which is whey, yeah. which is so dairy based because yeah, yeah. so yeah. my boy's a vegan and he vegans beware like he didn't drink milk stout so actually that would yeah with the exactly yeah, lactose thing. in it yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that kind of sucks for them yeah. sorry guys sorry guys it's really delicious i'll just is explain vegan, it i know this yeah. is a stupid question can you make a vegan version of something like this or there's probably not any equivalent because lactose sugar is no. very it's specific an, and it's an unfermentable sugar that has like a little bit of like a sweetness to it so right. you, you put in like maltose glucose fructose to all ferment so it wouldn't give it any back sweetness right so no there's not really an equivalent and we put vanilla in this too to sort of amplify the I was going to say, okay. That's vanilla the, bean? You use like... Uh, yeah, we used vanilla bean and vanilla puree. Oh, this, actually. wow. I can totally get a little bit of vanilla yeah. in there. And the intention wasn't for it to be huge, but it's just as... Um, it ampl- like the way you Salt add it to pepper. cherry pie, like, to amplify yeah. like the sweetness Absolutely. and stuff like that. I like yeah. it. Yeah. This is really phenomenal beer, dude. I hope, uh, I hope you keep making Are you intending to keep continue to make uh, the milkshake sort of brand at this point? Because clearly you got two more in the I've already yeah, started a fun. collection yeah, of yeah. the bottles, yeah. so I have them up on my... I, w- I want to expand that said collection, so... I think it's awesome. Yeah. I, I love it, how uh, Tired Hands did it. And, and there, there's, uh, a, collecti- not, there's you know, a collectability collectability about it. Like, I'm waiting for the next one already, so... Yeah. yeah. I'm excited I mean, not, about it. And, you know, I'm conscious that, like, I don't... The intention wasn't to copy um, Tired Hands, but it's just, like, I, it was fun what they were doing yeah yeah Yeah. that's a fun thing to do it's awesome it gets people gets people excited small releases we're not going to be doing like huge runs of this of anything like that no see what do you think about a lightning round i'm down for a lightning round so we have a uh a round that is called lightning round it's It's like fast fast questions supposed to be yes (laughs) we've often called it the uh, The molasses molasses round round. because it is yeah we tend to expand you know what it's weird it depends on the person some people are like bang 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 other people are like Whoa, yeah, back in 1974. Yeah. So that's up to you. Yeah. Yeah. So the first question is, what is your guilty pleasure beer? So a beer that you would perhaps not be so confident to admit to us. That, that you wouldn't you, post on social media. That, that you would drink it. That's yeah. Pleasure beer. Yeah. If you like examples, we both have an example of Craig. Mine's Corona. He likes Corona. I like Corona. I like Labatt 50. And I'm not ashamed to <laughs> I say like it. About 50. I don't remember the last time I had a beer other than my own. Or oh. Uh, well, I, I had the left fields and stuff like that recently. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, trying get, I'm trying like to get a crappy like, exactly. I'm trying to give you like a guilty one. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're not doing too well, Luke. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Do you just not drink? Bad beer, or is it? Uh, I feel like if you uh, ran this place, I think if I ran, <laughs> I really wouldn't drink much. I wouldn't I either. I honestly yeah. don't drink much macro at all. I mean, you need like a macro, right? Well, well, not necessarily something. Maybe something like, that people be like, "Really, you drink that?" Yeah, yeah. Like some of the most like crazy brew people, like beer people we've met, say the most macro is beers they like. Yeah, like oh, I like Budweiser. I'm like, like what? You like Budweiser? You're a brewer of like one of the best beers in the world. Yeah, it's really weird to me. Ah, uh, fuck. Yeah, I don't know. I'd buy a Guinness, I guess. If there I you go. All right, that's a good answer. Okay. I feel you. A beer you would decline under any circumstances. So if you went to a barbecue Fucking without pumpkin beer, you're a hater. <laughs> 
you, you know what? I was gonna you, ch- you send me that the other I was day. gonna change my guilty. I love pumpkin beer. I love yeah, beer. I love that you hate so it. So we're not gonna see awesome. Bell with pumpkin beer then. No. <laughs> Maybe as a joke, it'd be like we. My, my business partner hates that pumpkin beer too. It's like, like so you just like so and awesome. be like, we'll come hey, up let's like do a pumpkin, a pumpkin milkshake. Maybe. <laughs> I could actually see that working. I will line up for it. I will line. That could work, but in general, don't steal it. Okay, you don't like them at all. No. Sweet. I love it. Statistics <laughs> Now we have to talk about this later. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite beer style? Ah, uh, fuck. Jeez, um, that's like you Black see what we brew, right? Yeah. You see what we brew. Like, Hazy paler. Man, I, I have tops at my house, and right now I have. Uh, Runes on. Nice. Well, high, right, right now, I'm probably more Runes is into like a hazy IPA than anything else. Yeah. 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 Overall. Yeah. It changes yeah. though, right? But it's all, always like yeah. sours. Like you know, we have a passion fruit sour coming out. That's fucking good. When's that good. coming? Uh, Motley. Yeah. Motley. Okay. Is that the? We just we're just late. It's supposed to be in April. We're just. Uh, <laughs> slackers. Boxes right here. Yeah, we can try. It. A, yeah, I, we I, may I, we may try. It. We'll see how it goes. Least favorite beer style. Pumpkin beer. Nice, oh, haters. So, I'm so like happy with you. I'm yeah. so mad at you right now. Um, <laughs> desert island beer. So if you're stuck on a desert island, you have to drink one beer for the rest of your life, and it can be people, your own. It can be your own. People always ask, "How is it delivered?" It's the exact perfect condition. It's Maybe they'll fresh. Drop you it's in. as cold. It's as carbonated. They won't. You know what? It's you, not fair to pick my own beer. Like I could pick okay. my own beer. It's a Calabaza Blanca, uh, Jolly Pumpkin Calabaza Blanca. Okay. Oh, like sour Jolly wet. Pumpkin, eh, yeah? It's fucking good. Yeah. Sour taste. I'm thinking like hot, refreshing. You know, yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, and refreshing. That's yeah, great. That's, that's so what good. you need. All right, it's like, I like that. really effervescent. That's Jolly Pumpkin always does. So nice. Yeah. It's like we're super refreshing. That was our first introduction to sours. Oh, we, we didn't even. It. We didn't know what we were drinking. We thought they were normal beer. Like, what's wrong with these? Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like, these are off. They're not explaining, but not like that. But yeah, just like it was like a pumpkin beer, right? It was yeah. So like because we like Michigan, went to Detroit, and we came back with all this stuff. I feel so bad. Oh, you thought they were pumpkin beers? Yeah. A year into the beer game, yeah, right. we had no right. idea what okay. we were doing. Yeah. Right. So we were like, these don't taste like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had these like, are off. What's yeah, going like, on? This is disgusting. Yeah. We have to complain about it, and now like we're yeah, we're like, okay, we like sours. Now. It's a whole other game, yeah. but it was like, so we had this love hate relationship with Jolly yeah. Pumpkin. So I really want to meet them. Yeah, we're gonna meet them. Um, absolutely, beer trend predictions. You're probably the best person to ask. This absolutely, <laughs> so, cutting edge. So right now, like, what do you see? Like, you know, you guys are clearly. Ahead of the game. Yeah. I'm going to say ahead I of the game. I heard another word, not cutting edge, just bleeding edge. Okay. Oh, you like that? That's like oh, right deep. on the... That's <laughs> grimy. Right That's so there. grimy. That's hipstery. That's so hipstery. Yeah. Um, what do you think is next to like... Next. What, what, what do you think is without giving away... Spontaneous beers. Yeah. Cool yeah. I like that. We didn't that. even talk about that. I know. I keep bringing it back. <laughs> He's we trying to talk about it. We're just not so giving him the chance. you guys have a cool out here. We saw it before. We'll cut to it in the so B-roll. Sick. So you had this. I think it's exciting. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's like taking that native terroir, like, you know, approach to beer. And, yeah. you know, you're using a natural microflora in the area. And, um, and it's wicked sour beers that have, are created like that. Um, you know, the Lambics, obviously. Um, yes. But uh, guard, for example, in, in Oregon. All his beers are spontaneous through a cool ship. Right. All of them. And some of them he turns around in as little as three months, seven months. Um, a lot of fruit beers, nothing like things that don't in any way uh, represent or ostensibly represent uh, Lambic beer, which is sort of what people think of as like the spontaneous beers from cool ships. So yep. That's that's really the only like niche beer that, that you know has carried forward that tradition of using a cool ship. Because yeah. other people use cool ships historically as well, but the Lambic brewers really carried that they tradition forward and, yeah. and made a part of their 
their um, process, a mandatory process. Of that style. So of that style. It's um, not a lambic unless it's being negotiated. Yeah, that's true. Part that's of it, great. among other things. Yeah. Right. Barrel aged as well as part uh, of it? Yeah, or? so they, they 100% spontaneous fermented, so mm-hmm. you use a cool ship to achieve that. Um, and uh, bar- yeah, barrel fermented. Barrel. Yeah. barrel fermented. And then Is it specific when, yeast as well, I'm assuming? Well, or? it's what's in the cult. It's what's named. Oh, right, sorry. Yeah, 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 sorry. So Can it you, has to be in that, in right. that, in that process. Of course. Of Can you just describe for people who may not know what a cool ship is? Like, uh, it's a trough, basically, that cools wort. So when you're, when you're brewing, you know, you make your wort and you boil it in a kettle and it's boiling hot and you have to introduce yeast, so you need to yes. cool it down. We typically use a heat exchanger to achieve that, that does it very quickly. Um, historically and through spontaneous fermentation, you can use a cool ship. So we put it in boiling wort into a giant trough. And let it naturally let it cool, cool outside. Let it cool overnight. Right. Um, typically just 12 to 12 to 18 hours, 12 to about 12 hours roughly. Okay. Um, 12 to 16 hours, I guess is the target. And generally, and uh, let it cool down to about 20 degrees, which is a safe temperature. Um, to start fermentation, so the idea is that they not like, it's been inoculated now by nature and yeah. the microflora have, have infected it, um, put it into a barrels where now it's oxygen deprived, so it encourages um, anaerobic fermentation, okay. so you, you don't get uh, mold growing. Right. Um, and so, yeah, tradition they use barrels. Yep. Um, and let, when you bottle it. For a, a traditional for a goose, it's a blend of one of young and old beer. Okay. To, and, that, and you don't. And they're bottle and conditioned. It, and they finish it, so the the old beer is fully fermented out. It'll be super dry. Mm. You bottle that. Um, so Cantillon has that all three year old. Um, I'm drawing a blank on the name. Yeah. Scala or something. Okay. It, it's uh, all. Yeah, yeah. All three year old, but it's flat because there's nothing to ferment there. Right. So that to get carbonation, you introduce like young one year beer into ah. it, and you blend it and it ferments in the bottle right. to achieve the carbonation. So that's part Crazy. of the process as well. Right. Cool. That's why it's so expensive. For a goose, right. a goose it is takes like a blend so long of, of years, basically. That's so a goose is a blend and a lambic is fruit introduced. A lambic correct? is the brewer. Uh, no, not necessarily. Yeah, so lam- lambic brewer, lambic is like the the brewer, your lambic brewer, the beer the, right. that covers all the beers that they're doing with the style. So a goose is, uh, an old goose is a blend of those one, two, three year old beers to make mm-hmm. a, a, like a clean beer, like a clean, uh, like a, yeah, uh, unfruited with that beer. unfruited, yeah, yeah. And then they do creeks and, you know, frambois. Right, the cherries, that's like, the right. Like, Canton does a dry hopped wine. Um, right. Yeah, but typically like cherries, raspberries. Um, I've seen like, what else? Um, black currants, wine. I think. People use rye. Lindemann's has some great Lindemann's is rare, really. Yeah, wicked ones. Yeah, a lot, of those, a lot of those are, are like skeptical, like, are arguably not ones? traditional uh-huh. habits because they back sweeten them with uh, uh, like uh, aspartame and stuff like that. No, there's aspartame in that? Uh, or sorbitol, one of the uh, one of the fake sugars. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, they back sweeten it because it's quite acidic, and it's, it's sort of a, lamb, a tradition for a consumer to like use back because some people don't like sour beer. So historically, right. some people would add sugar when they're drinking it, and they started to take it to a new level. We can't you can't add sugar. Excuse me, you can't add sugar because it'll ferment. But you can back sweeten oh. with things like, well, lactose you couldn't even do it, but like fake sugars you could. So is anyone so using? They, they started. I don't love that practice, and and so right. I don't really consider that a traditional lambic. Uh, but that the, the, like Lindemans does, they do do um, Cuvée Renée. Yes, that's yes. that's like their traditional lambic beer that they do. Um, whereas Cantillon, they he keeps like Andre Fontaine and, and uh, Tilkin's a blender of lambic. So mm-hmm. Decam, they do things like really traditionally. Like Top to bottom, no shortcuts on. Can you use stevia in beer? That's why I love those as a fake sugar. Stevia is that can be used in okay. 
I guess it's like a non non fermentable yeah, sugar. I'm, I'm totally interested in using yeah. stevia. Yeah, but never had, heard I'm curious. Uses that. that yeah, I cool. can't think of one that yeah. has. To be honest, I, I know a natural non sugar sweetener. I think I had a Fanta Flora beer that had stevia in it. I think cool. Um, good. I don't remember. I, I just feel like I've <laughs> yeah, seen yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Next question. That's yeah. really cool. Flash, like, sorry. Yeah. No, no, no okay. that's molasses round. We're cool with that. To go on the cool shit. Yeah, we wanted to see what we were doing. Yeah. Right. Because we actually saw it before, and it was super cool. I never actually seen one in real life. Yeah. It was like a single trough, not a three banger. Like it's like three layers deep, and we put it in like a little shed outside. Yeah. Like chicken white. It's crazy. Like yeah, it's sort of a weird thing. I mean, for us, it's more like we can portable. It's portable. Uh, we got it from a company, uh, Food or Crafters of America, and they, it was they're super affordable, and they could do it quickly because yeah. we wanted to get in for the season before it gets too warm because you want the overnight temperatures to be. Right. Right. Is there anything? Like negative is, is four there plus four ideally, but up to plus eight. Is there a reason for the three, or is that just for just for efficiency okay. for us? That's it's easier I, to handle, um, easier to move. That's what I figured. Yeah, our, it, it takes up less space. We can put it in a smaller shed. Right, that's a good point. Um, Huge Cantillon yeah. is, is one actually. Um, oh, one. Yeah. Rodenbach has an old cool ship. They don't use it anymore, but like historically, they use a cool ship. Just Rodenbach, like I, massive. I went, yeah, I got a, yeah. a tour there when I was in Belgium. The things like I. Bigger than an Olympic swimming pool. No way. Not, yeah. not deep, but it's like, it was like a football. Just field. takes up a ton of space. It was insane. The yeah. size of this room almost. But, like, but Canteon has one, yeah. uh, one layer one. Drefontaine has a stacked one, so I wasn't necessarily opposed to using a stacked one. They, they use one and it. it fucking works. Yeah. <laughs> they know what they're doing. Yeah. I love it. What do you run out of those real quick? Like what, what, what beers are going to come out of that? Or can you speak to that? Or? Uh, so we've brewed twice through our cool ship so far. I'm yeah. hoping that we'll have some cool overnight temperatures still and we can do some other things. So I'm right gonna... now we, we designed it to be, we did a tur- turbid mash, which basically is a mash profile that gives you a, a spectrum of starches in there that can be broken down slowly over that three-year fermentation by bread and bacteria. You actually aged them for three years? Yeah. Thank yeah. you. All right. So, and it has starch in there. So you do a turbid mash, which is like a starchy mash. You end up getting like a really, really hazy. You'd love it. Really hazy. <laughs> hazy <laughs> word. Hazy uh, word. And it's that, from that. starches that break down slowly. Uh, no, the, the, the breads and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Break it down? All right. Uh, uh, break uh, it you down. lost me, Brent. You lost me. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, we'll probably try to do one, like a faster one as well. So make like, instead of making it unfermentable on purpose, which would take a long time to dry out, we'll make like a super fermentable one and try to get something like out for, hopefully we can get a spontaneous brew out by the end of the year sort of cool. thing. Like seven months sort of thing. Nice. That's really cool. We'll nice. see. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's just, exciting. That's on the books, but we haven't brewed it yet, so. That's a trend yeah, I'm looking forward to. And that's sort of inspired to by like Degard mainly because Degard yeah. does, uh, has done a lot of that sort of stuff. And, right. Um, it's really inspiring. And not a, not a ton of uh, breweries out here are doing... Um, no, I don't know anybody in Ontario that has a cool ship. I know, like I said um, earlier off camera... Um, it was somebody. What's who the bread? Pick Caribou has one. Yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't, I haven't one had one any of their spontaneous yeah. stuff. Um, at, uh, field work. Yeah, field that field. Was it. I've yeah. heard they have one. I'm, yep. I'm not positive. Somebody told me that. Yeah. Um, in the states, a lot of people are starting to use them. A good friend of mine is, owns a brewery, uh, Pendred. Um, okay. Three brothers in Virginia that own, they, they they're actually a band called Pontiac, but they also run a brewery. Right. In their spare time, it's cool. a lot, they use a cool ship a lot um, in the off season and. Uh, Actually, that's like really tiny, like two barrel system, but it's like really inspiring what they were doing. Cool. Um, it was like black, black project, just a lot of spontaneous brews. Um, Allagash notoriously does some There's Russian a Belgian style, right? Yeah, Allagash, Allagash has been doing spontaneous cool ship brews for I think eight years or something now. Oh, wow, that, OGs. Yeah, but the whole oh, absolutely. Season is in terms style. of like yeah, American so, like um, yeah. entrepreneurs, Allagash and Russian River. Yeah, yeah Pliny? Yep. What do you reckon? It's, I mean, it's, it's cool. It's well made. Yeah, it's cool. It's, um, it's not my favorite IPA, but it's, uh, it has its place. It's like, you yeah. know, it's a, 
Have you had Heady Topper? It's a trendsetter beer. I mean, yeah. it's, uh, it, it influenced so Are many Are you a Heady or a Pliny beers. guy? You kind of have to be one. You have to choose. <laughs> Not to put you, you know. That could be a new question. It could be. Are you yeah. a Heady or a Pliny guy? Question. Yeah. Are you a Pliny? Oh, God. Right, right now, I'm more Heady, I guess. That's right. Yeah. You're damn right that Heady. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm anyone anyway, I haven't guy. had Pliny yet. He had it out in Cali and stuff. Yeah. I'm trying yeah. to get hold of it. But Russian River legend. Like, they're, they're amazing. The I was right. there this year, and like I had like a 100% Columbus IPA. It was fucking amazing. Insane, like, yeah. Crystal clear. Like, really? Like, 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 just, just chill haze. Just chill haze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you break from that. Fucking wicked though. It's like yeah. so. Yeah, you, you would have loved it. Yeah. Like, you, yeah. can't, you can't deny that it was a good beer. And uh, just so old school, California. You're in California drinking. Yeah, yeah, why not? Right. Just yeah. good beer, well made. Yeah. Yeah. What area yeah. are they in? Where's Russian River? Santa Rosa, which is uh, north of San Francisco. Okay. Oh, but way up area. there. That's yeah. where all the good stuff is. It's all. That's up why, San, dude. Okay, because yeah. dude's like in February. Oh, I don't know. San Diego's. Oh, well, so it's, oh, yeah, it's one right. or the other. Every yeah, year. Know, LA. Okay, apparently oh, everywhere in Cali <laughs> yeah. is amazing. Monkish and stuff as well. Doing the uh, they're probably the best from what I understand. Yeah, it's no, West Coast. Yeah. Um, I haven't had a lot of this stuff. stuff. I did have their their Biggie Biggie when I was. How was that? Uh, it was great. It was wicked. Yeah. Would you compare? I've heard they compare uh, comparative to Trillium. Yeah, totally. The same same same, same, vibe. The same yeah. type. Yeah, they look pretty sexy. And they can. They got like like we're hip hop dudes clearly <laughs> in. Uh, yeah, yeah, biggie, biggie, biggie. The, yeah, they, all, like, they had like yeah. a Wu Tang one as well. Forgot That's what sick. it was called. They had like just like the beer names are so sick. Yeah, like I like that they're rapping for uh, for hip hop out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because breweries. That's it's a very um, it's a whole other undiscovered. Yeah, but it's very like you know just white dudes with big beards and like yeah. plaid shirts <laughs> and yeah. beer guts and stuff, right? Yeah, so it was really yeah. cool to see breweries embracing yeah, diversity totally. because it's boring yeah. as hell if it's just one group of people yeah, in totally. anything in life mm-hmm. yeah. um, so I'm very it's a, it's a, well, it's a whole new wave of like brewers too like, like um, I, I was really into graffiti culture when I was a teenager I don't really do paint anymore but um, like I, I ended up chatting with a guy from Other Half and from Oxbow they all like, they were old graph dudes. Well, yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. You know, but like you know, it's like a different generation of like. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Graph isn't like it's bigger in Montreal and definitely where I'm from in Melbourne, yeah. like it's huge out there. But yeah. uh, I feel like yeah, there, it's a certain type of people yeah. from maybe in the '80s and the '90s, early '90s, yeah. mm-hmm. doing it. That's really cool to know that those guys. Yeah. You know, from one of my James one of my friends actually has a tag on the back of a building from like ten years ago. It's yeah. Still there. <laughs> yeah. Like, Just keep it preserved. It. It. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, there's like a couple of pieces and some tags, but not, nothing great. Nothing too serious. Nostalgic to me. Yeah. yeah, get a custom Bellwoods. I grew up in that uh, culture. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we well, got the spray paint T-shirt on. So there, there you go. go. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, I didn't even notice. <laughs> that's sick. Yeah, I really feel like there needs to be like I like that. There's like it's starting the hip hop culture is starting to mesh with craft beer because I feel like it, it makes uh, it more interesting. Yeah, well, absolutely. That's just like what we grew up in, right? Like, yeah, uh, I just feel like that's more. It's it's very disconnected. Like a lot of rap dudes don't get the beer stuff mm-hmm. it's maybe maybe you don't feel welcome or like it's a different yeah. I've, I've read articles yeah. I haven't heard from oh, yeah. first hand people yeah. like welcome in brew pump I'm just waiting for Drake to come in for a beer and then yo over. Instagram that for, though first round on the first house. round <laughs> we got you the rest you can pay you can advise him he's not lining up a milkshake <laughs> don't let him take a photo with it because yeah. no one's getting it ever ever we don't want ever. the people who are coming in yeah. and ruining uh, our game yeah. Yeah. maybe we do I don't know maybe you do your pockets might like it but uh... I mean it's I'm not a clubber at all but like I, that would be awesome if Drake showed up I'd be like... Drake if you're listening I know you listen to our podcast bro so. I'm just saying give us a verse real, real come quick through and, uh, come true um, favorite up and coming breweries do you have any in other, the world? In the world, doesn't have to be local. No. Anyone that maybe you think that hasn't, you know, is it's a newish or maybe hasn't had their come up yet that you've tried and uh, feels pretty cool. Uh, 
Uh, in Ontario, in, in Ontario, it, it, I'm, I'm great. So I'll start with Ontario. Yeah. Um, I'm excited about. Um, I don't know, uh, but uh, Small Pony Barrel Works in Ontario in Ottawa. Looks, okay. looks very interesting. Small, 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 small Pony Barrel Works. They got a brew house and all barrel fermented beers. That nice. I gather. Nice. Um, uh, had a wicked. It was nice to have like a wicked um, hazy pale ale from yeah. uh, Redline. Um, it was the first time I had a red line beer, and I was I was impressed with that. So hopefully they they run with that. Does. Sir, Good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, Godspeed will be an instant success, I think. So there's no point even mentioning. Yeah. That. Um, I think by the time this comes out, they would have released. Yeah. 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 I'm interested to see what Market Bench does because um, Mark's a great brewer. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think they're they're under a good start for a for a good farmhouse brewery. Um, I don't know worldwide like the the breweries that I want I really, I'm really excited to go visit are like uh, Black Project looks really interesting where are they? Uh, I don't know no yeah but where are they I'm going then St. Louis I thought maybe I had some good stuff down there um, Speciation yeah. and, and Michigan I had okay. a beer from them that looked really it was, it was wicked and they, <coughs> what they're doing looks really small really scale cool. interesting yeah. uh, what else uh, um I'm no, going that's to, not. It's cool. Yeah, they're already yeah. a success. But Jay, Jay Wakefield, I'm excited to go there. I'm going there next month. So. What was that again? Sorry, Miami. Just, Miami. That's yeah, right. we were just talking about them. They're pretty well yeah. known already. Yeah. that was like the Omnipolar class. That's correct. Right. Yeah, yeah, with that meringue. Yeah. Maybe you guys got to get on that in Canada. Uh, Can you imagine meringue on this guy? Oh yeah. lord, it's like a like a pie. Oh lord, with pumpkin pie beer. Stop with. I don't know if meringue would be it. What do you put on top of pumpkin pie? Whipped cream. Whipped cream. Whip cream. Sick. With a lactose mm. whipped cream. Whipped cream and caramel. Yeah, oh, okay. Uh, okay, I think you're onto something. Yeah. I know you hate pumpkin. And I like, pumpkin. I like, I like pumpkin. Like okay, okay. Uh, Just not in beer form. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, give me a good one. Yeah, <laughs> true. Shipyard had, yeah, and shipyard. Southern Tier. I pumpkin like. is pretty cool. Yeah, I don't like either of them. Okay, no. I like them. Um, this is like a real like, low I drained like, my uh, pumpkin, sorry. Ooh. It's, do you know why? You need I can't like handle a, that, man. It's fine. It is what it is. You need yeah. this much. Yeah. That's like, it. Kind it's of a little sippy sip. But it's a 650 mil bottle. Yeah, it's a big dog. We split it with the homies on Thanksgiving or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's it called? A digestive or whatever? Like it's like a meal. One time we had a whole bottle each. I wanted to puke. Oh my God, it was gross. It was horrible. Just a little bit. You got to share it. You got to share it. Like what's it called? St. Amboise in Montreal. The Citroën, whatever the pumpkin beer there. It's pretty like a nice crusher. It's a crusher. Not into it. I'm not mad at you. We'll get you there. Okay, we'll get you there. You can keep putting gourds in your beer. <laughs> I think we might just want to do that. Um, do you have any favorite uh, beer city, destination, or country? Or, and, and the same subtitle to that question, an underrated city, destination, or country that uh, you feel doesn't get the props, so either or. Or both. Oh, Is there a washer? I'm gonna explode. I, I need to. Yeah, just keep I'm walking. I'm gonna go. Through, like, you guys don't stop. The other yeah, end I'm gonna walk get around. Right, I'm right gonna like here, literally yeah, do it. <laughs> It's, it's this part over there. Yeah. Um, underrated. I mean, underrated. My, 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 well, I mean, you can't name anywhere in the States because everyone in the States has a following, right? Yeah, pretty much at this point, right? Yeah. Or is there like, even if it's not, if underrated doesn't inspire anything, uh, a favorite? So if you were my like... My favorite? Well, Belgium and, and almost anywhere in the States. I feel like States brewers always say Belgium. Yeah. Always say Belgium. So it's just like it's just, it's not even like debatable. It's just like it just is like. If you're into sour beer, there's no debate. Yeah. Belgium's the mecca. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm going in, to Brussels in um, in September, I believe. Yep. And uh, I'm really, really looking forward to it. That's like mecca. I got yeah. a, not a rent a car. You can just like I'll take Cruise a cab out to you know Drie and go to Cantillon, go to De La Seine, and I'm happy. 
Yeah, do you, do you connect with them, or do you just mm. rock up as a beer guy, as like a fan? No, I'm, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I, Shoot an email, I, I, I've like met him. Armand twice, and he forgot me both times, but, <laughs> well, hater. <laughs> no, he's, a, he's, he's like, he's busy. A, such an, well, he's, a, he's like an like elder a, statesman of the Lambic world, he's an, like, amazing dude. Yeah. Um, uh, connected with Pierre Tilke, and I mean, we, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll visit some people that I know, we're, right. we're, we're going to do a beer with um, Dosen. Um, okay. in, in Brussels Sick. that's pretty intense um, yeah it's inspiring and guys like that are great because like, you know like, to me Belgium sour beers and lambics and that that's what I'm it's into everything. not really that into Abbey Ales and stuff like that so I'm not as inclined like Orval's great um, I would love to go visit it it's out of the way so I never did it I've been, right. there, I've been there a couple times I was going to say even like West Fitzgerald or whatever not my thing. No? I mean, it's like a landmark thing, and I go up just, just nearby, but I, I, I didn't go out of my way. I, I'd much rather just go to Pantheon, Drefontaine, and Tolkien, De La Seine, De Cam, um, those sort of places. But uh, De La Seine's doing, like, not. I haven't even had a sour beer by him. I know he, he's interested in them and does them, but I've, I've only had his hoppy beers, and mm-hmm. fresh hoppy uh, De La Seine beers. With, uh, he uses all European hops, so it's yep. a very different approach to hoppy beers, but insanely aromatic and uh, not hazy, though. No, I, I think you're making fun of me at this point, but not hazy, not hazy bro. <laughs> so you won't like it. I kind of, I, I put myself in that position. You, you yeah, did, yeah. pigeonholed you yourself. Made your <laughs> I made your I'm going to goddamn lie in it. Um, best beer you ever drank in your life. Okay, this is a big one. So I was asked this before in writing, and I, I, I said I had a grapefruit IPA at Pizza Port. It's so totally situational. You gotta go there. But and that's what I was gonna say. Totally Sorry, pizza port. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. Like, it was that? Amazing beer. To Cali. Uh, yeah, so it's a it's a pizza. chain. There's a few of them uh, in Cali. Uh, the one I went to is in um, Carlsbad. Okay. Which is like, what, forty minutes north of San Diego. San Diego. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so San Diego road trip is like, San Diego is crazy. Right? It's like so a pizza good. restaurant, craft beer place. Oh, it's chaos. It's like right? a, it's like a bunch of teenagers running a pizza joint. It's amazing. With like world class. But world class. <laughs> do, they, do they even know what they're dealing they with? No, no, I they... don't think the servers have any fucking. Really? Well, I mean, when I was there, it was like, is the pizza good? Like, Did you get the pizza? It's like it? super, like just big slice, big like, stupid pizza, but, it, like, but it's good. Yeah. It's good. It's good. Sounds like, like fresh dough. It's all like made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. It's not like. All right. But it's it's, it's more know, about the beer than anything. But it's situational. Like that's not my favorite piece in the world. But having yeah. it there, like the big doughy doughy. It all made. I feel like yeah. that's what the best beer is about. It's situational. It's like where yeah. you are, who you had it with, and like, then you're like what you're eating. A stone's throw from a wicked beach. You're in the yeah. sunshine. Like everybody's just. I like, love Cali. Like, happy. Everyone's very short. Yeah. SoCal vibe. Like, yeah. It's great. Sick. That's why I hear a lot of people are like crazy brewers are just telling us, yeah, I had a Budweiser on a boat. And the <laughs> yeah, and it was, and the, it was best the best beer I ever had. I ever had. And I'm like, like, fair enough. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's what we said, but I don't want to Yeah, to each yeah. yeah. their own. Budweiser on But I mean, you know, it's so hard to pick one, like, if it's not situational, so then you're, I agree. you're left to decide on what the best, like, what stylistically or like just flavor yeah. profile you've ever had? Like, it's like pick your favorite song tough. or your favorite movie. It's it's a, it's a real tough question. Tough, yeah. I agree. Or, yeah. Yeah. Just interesting to see what people say. Your favorite question. orgasm. As a few of actually, I can think back to but a particular like, orgasm. one there. time when I was fourteen. Yeah. <laughs> Which one did you enjoy most? Mine was though? the first one, obviously. That's <laughs> usually pretty shit. The first one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't We're all like, way too old for that now. I don't know. Like, geez, you got kids, bro. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you're messed up. And favorite style. <laughs> this guy, guys. Yeah. Drink his beer, but he's uh, a little wrong. Um, favorite style to brew? Uh, I would say sours in general. Yeah. yeah. Why is that? Uh, it's so much 
know. There's this more. There's a lot like to it, right? Exactly. It seems like a lot genuine yeah. art for me, yeah. like because of the ridiculous it's a, it's things a ma- you have to do. I mean, it's not easy to brew a really good hoppy beer or anything, or like brown ale or whatever. Yeah. It's but. Um, yeah, it's definitely a different approach, and it's like a long-term. It's like a. It's a more of like a long-term relationship versus like you know, it's just a song. It's like a, it's like you know, you, it's a long-term. It's like drawn out. You need to you know make a nice base beer. You, we're generally with long-term sours. It's like Barrel a, a, a blend of like some of them are like Weft and Warp, which is out today. It's it's like it's been in barrels for over a year, yeah. bottle conditioned for like four months. Um, it's a long-term commitment and that's like not even really a blend because we, no. it was all like one batch sort of that went through and, and uh, but then like some of the other ones um, like Motley is actually like a, a blend of different batches of beer so you know you're looking for a different character from different, th- different things what happens me. if you don't nail the blend what happens if you blend it and you're like oh this sucks do you just add more stuff and try I mean, to fix so, it? I mean, so, I mean, we don't... That's yeah, but, I mean, it, it's a thoughtful... Pro- that's, that's part of the thing. It's, like, it's right. enjoyable to, like, the thoughtful process of, like, should we... It's not like, okay, here are our barrels, we're putting them together. It's like, so you're like, okay, it's going to be one part this, and Yeah, two and then, like, that. okay, what, what do we want? Like, you know, the way we tend to approach it is, like, what what's our base beer? So it's like, okay, we have these barrels. This is this would make a good base beer. That's more along the lines of how it comes. Like, it's like, okay. these barrels are pretty much ready. Let's let's approach the, this batch of beer. And so we've, we've got, like, a good base to work with. Mm-hmm. And then there might be another base that's maybe smaller or the same size or whatever that like you know it's like it's there yeah. and it could be its own project or if this beer like the last beer we did was was very acidic and we um we introduced um not acetic but like lactic acid like just like jelly from sort of acidity but like barely just, and it was too sour we added passion fruit to it as well and it was like right. it was scorching and sour but we had a really wicked bread long dry bread a uh, long-term oaky beer that was in barrels as well and we you know we blended some of that and just to ground up the acidity but also to bring in some oak characters is way more oaky right. um, which you know can work well in, in the right beer um that's sort of the approach you know you got like you got a starting point it's like well how can we make that better it's like it's fine but mm-hmm. like you know like what's it lacking right? right so farmageddon you know well i don't know if we'll call it farmageddon we're doing a uh a, a bunch of food or saisons anyway we're, we're working on a saison right now that right. um uh, is main the base beer is uh, two fooders and we're blending a ratio of like three to one. Fooders, okay. So fooders were those big ass, big, yeah, upended barrels that yeah. are like six thousand liters. Yeah, those, ours are six thousand liters. They could be whatever said, but yeah. Um, so our base beer is like three to one. That that's what we sort of like. We liked that base beer, but what it's missing is like a fresh saison. No, it's a saison, but it's right. like, there's like that peppery. Um, fruity like saison, yep. and it was missing that, so we'll, we'll brew Greenness some fresh. Almost, so in that yeah. case, we're going to brew a fresh beer, um, blend it, put some of it back right. in the fooder for the next time, and right. some of that fresh stuff will cut into what we're blending. Right. Give it that vibe that you. And need. then on top of that, we'll pull off some of the, all that blend and put it onto peaches and apricots to make like a peach apricot. It takes it to a whole another level. You're not just yeah. brewing a beer; you're brewing multiple beers and yeah. blend them and together at different yeah. ratios. And, and you're not you're not dead. To, like you know, you brew the IPA; it's like it's going to be an IPA. It's right. an IPA from birth, and that's all it's going to be. Right. Like, you know, you don't. Some of these things evolve, and it's it, it's just like more of a. As a home brewer, can I brew a good sour at home, or do yeah, you need sure. the, do you need this crazy equipment? No, and, you don't yeah. need the crazy equipment yeah. at all. Yeah. Cool, man. I remember we did those wild check uh, the episode with them. Yes. They had in their house. I wish you were there, but they had yeah. like cowboys. Like they probably thirty of everywhere. Them. Yeah, fruit there, and one little fruit there, and they'd be sitting there for like ten months and yeah. twelve months. They were wrapped in blankets uh, and stuff. Like wrapped in blankets, yeah. sitting in their bedroom. Yeah, it's it hilarious. I never yeah. seen anything like it. Great. So I, you know, I think it's just more like you, the dedication to making a good sour or whatever is, uh, 
It's a more of a long-term commitment. For yeah. Sure. You don't I, do it to drink it, you know, a month or, right. you know, on, or on a schedule months, at all right? for that matter. Yeah. 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 Whenever it's right. Anyway, right. Yeah. 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 So look, man, that's about it. Thank you so much yeah. for your time, man. Really appreciate it. Um, we can find you online at Bellwoods Beer at Bellwoods Beer everywhere. Bellwoods, uh, so yeah, and social. Our socials Bellwoods Beer, yeah. Bellwoods exactly. Beer, BellwoodsBrewery.com. Was it Bellwoods uh, Beer? So Facebook's Bellwoods Brewery. I just noticed the other day. Facebook's Bellwoods Brewery. Okay. Uh, Instagram and Twitter. Bellwoods, Bellwoods, Bellwoods Beer. Bellwoods okay, beer. cool. So check them out. By the time you see this, the uh, the new milkshakes will probably be come and gone, ready to go. Or They're probably doing more stuff though. You yeah. can keep doing Sweet. them. Yeah. Let the people know. So uh, yeah, man. Thank you for your time. Really appreciate it. Pleasure. Thanks, Luke, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, so if you uh, like what you heard, give us a thumbs up on uh, YouTube. Subscribe. uh, Follow us on social media at BAOS Podcast. And, of course, uh, check out the podcast iTunes. Subscribe and review and rate. All the links are below. That's it, Joe. Peace. Cheers.